Hey guys, this is Rick with the Challenge Fan Podcast. I want to let you know that today's episode's a little bit different. Typically, when we do interviews, it's with different challengers that have been on. Um, but myself and Karina watch shows outside of just the challenge. And as you're aware, I'm a Big Brother fan. Karina's a Big Brother fan. We've been getting more into Survivor. And with the announcement of the CBS Challenge and the disillusion of, or I'm sorry, the cancellation of Real World and Road Rules a few years back, um, we've been seeing more and more challengers coming from these CBS shows. Um, and with us being fans, we thought this was the perfect opportunity to branch out and talk to some of these people from other shows. And today we're going to actually be bringing Derek Frazier from big brother 23. He was part of the cookout. He was one of the final two people, uh, end up getting runner up in season 23. Um, the great thing is, is he's also a huge challenge fan. So we're going to be talking about big brother today. We're going to be talking about challenge today and everything in between. Um, so guys, thank you for giving us a listen and here's something new. My life was so tough, and now I'm an adult. And it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what gets me is like, we're, we were all in such a rush to grow up. For oh what? Gosh. For what? For what? To pay bills? To fucking have responsibility? Oh, man. Like, have don't to go get, to work? Don't get me wrong. Like, the, the freedom to eat cake at any time is phenomenal. Yeah, and it, but- it, it is not to be underrated, but. Paying bills, responsibility, having to adult on a daily basis, like a majority of the time is not the business. I'm going to be honest. Ha- having to, to take care of like other like alive humans like. What? Yeah, I got to no. keep myself alive and other human beings. OK, so I'm going to tell this story, right? Oh, God. So this was <laughs> this was before me and you. This was when. I was with my ex, right? Yeah. And I was making a comment about like, oh, I I put a Facebook post up. That's what it was. So this is like 2013. I put up a Facebook post like. Yeah, it's Facebook. Yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah. Just set set up my uh, fucking like, you know, automatic bill payments for my power. Uh Uh-huh. Gotta love adulting, you know, just being a smart ass. <laughs> yeah. And she like came back and she was like, oh, well, you know, we could just spin around in circles or put as much chewing gum in our mouth to see if it fits, you know, trying to be a dick. Like as far as saying like, you know, instead of being a kid, at least you're taking care of business kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, to be honest, all those things sound like more fun than what I just did. <laughs> I would fucking do that right now. Right now. Where do I sign? Yeah. Do okay. you have do you have bubble gum? Because I want some now. You know what? And that that bothers me, too. Like people who just like take themselves like too serious. Like calm the fuck down. OK, we know neither of us have that issue. No. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snapple. Oh it's about to happen. Our first official big, big brother. Got it. Hey guys. Derek, yes. Hi. <laughs> okay, do not mind. I'm a little hungover, but I am here. 
Yo, <laughs> I saw the story, so it's worth being hung over for to get oh. a kick it with Anissa. Oh yeah, my god. I usually don't go out. I usually like I've cut that going out a lot, probably after my birthday, like yeah. December time. So that was yeah. like the first time I went out for like late at night, like went to like the club and then after spot. So I'm oh. like uh. Hold on oh. now. So yes. Yes, but I'm here. I was gonna say, Derek, if you need to take a break at any second, you let us know, man. We got you. Like it's no rush at all. No, you guys are good. You guys are great. This is perfect timing. I'm so sorry for the delay. I know we were supposed to meet a long time ago. So I am so sorry for that. I apologize. Oh no, don't worry about it all. We're so happy we could connect. We know how busy you get. Um, but before we go any further, Derek, I know me and you've already introduced each other. We know each other, but yes. uh my my name's Ricky Hayes. This is my wife, Karina. Hi, Karina. Hi, Derek. How are you? It's so nice to meet you. It's he so nice. Me, he told me all good things about you, but I oh. know you have all bad things about him. So we'll right. talk about that later. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll get into it's that. True. <laughs> so, Derek, off top, um, we basically kind of give you the story. We uh, Karina was in a challenge group on Facebook and she kind of brought oh. me into it. Cool. We started, you know, so like I got into the fandom of the challenge group, but I've always been a big brother fan. Like I've been on board since season seven. That's when I got hooked on it. And then when we started dating, like I had seen the challenge before, but like I went over to our house one night when we first got together and we were going to hang out and she goes, you got to shut the hell up. My show's on. (laughs) And I was like, what what show is it? And she's like, it's called the challenge. I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'll watch it. Let's let's see what this is about. But it ended up being rivals three where bananas stole the money from Sarah and I was catching the very end. So I got, you know, like I got sucked in right away. Oh my god, that moment is so hard to watch. Like I can watch everything. There's two moments. I would say that moment and then when um CT got into that fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, Those are two moments. Hard. Because I'm okay with people. My thing is I'm okay with people fighting, but I think because like, all right, you got him, but it was just like he kept going. And then yeah. that was where like I was like. That was, it was and it was just so intense, you know, because I mean, yeah. there was the the fight in the bedroom. And what really got me wasn't even necessarily the fight with Adam. I think both Adam and CT were very much in the wrong. They both made yeah. mistakes. In oh, that of course. Situation, yeah, you know? of course. Of course. But what really got me was once Adam got taken out of the room and CT was like out in the hallway and like the entire cast, Anissa, everybody's like trying to stop him. And he's like punching the door and he like punches the whole door off of the frame. And yeah. he's like ripping it in half and stuff like that was the part where I was like, wow, this is legitimately scary. Like I would be terrified if I was in that house right now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a huge CT stan. Like, oh, you know, of course, of course. But it's great to see how he has um, grown grown because you know a lot of people don't get those second chances so the fact that he was able to show how he was when he was you know young not knowing a lot and then now he's like look at him now he's like you know really has changed a lot and I love that I think that's great you know I've always been a CT fan I believe in people making mistakes I believe people should get second chances so you know I'm very happy with that but yeah those are two moments I would say that was like hard to watch I mean the Sarah Bananas thing Uh, was like 
Yeah, that one. I mean, it was great TV, but it's it's hard it was, to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it was great TV, but it was hard to watch. I was like, this is like too much. I that. can't imagine. Oh, yeah. And I, I would say those are things that I definitely, as being like a fan of the show, I pray they never do that again. I don't think, I think that people should get paid something or, yeah. you know, I don't believe that it should be a decision in somebody else's hands if no. I should get the money or not. I don't yeah. think that's cool. Yeah. I don't like that idea either. Um, I, think- I don't either. I, I don't even like the idea of just first place getting it. I feel like if you make it to the final and you finish it, whether you're second or third place, you there to. should be something, right? I agree with that. Even if it's 25K, like something. Yeah. Something. something. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. So just kind of coalesce this <laughs> all together real quick, though. Um, what I was trying to say is like, so, and then I got her into Big Brother. She got her, she never, never watched, watched it. watched it before. And she, we moved in together and it was like, oh, God, like May. And then was she ni- we, was it 19? Yeah, she got it hooked was. on 19 yeah. with Polly oh, yeah. and Josh or Paul and Josh. Yeah. You can't say Polly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh and other ones. So she's gotten really big into Big Brother. So we were watching you this season. Yes. And <laughs> and we were big fans. Like once the cookout happened, like we were rooting so hard for the cookout because oh, it's just gosh. like, man, I'm it, first of all. It was bullshit that there has been no other person of color that's won Big Brother prior except to for, Xavier. Except for Tamar Braxton. She did win, yep, she yep, did yep, win yep, cele- yep. Celebrity, right. and we always made that clear. It was just like no one of color. I mean, I would say, yeah, no one of color. I mean, Josh Martinez is Hispanic, so, you know, he did yeah. win. But I think what we meant was that no one black. No one black. One, you know, Big Brother. So for us, it was like when we went into when I'm before before even, you know, getting onto the show, I had conversations with my roommates, you know, when I was going through the process where I was like, no matter what, I'm going to work with all black people. Because I want to try to get us as far as we can to -hmm. see who can get there. Of course, I wanted that winner to be me. Yeah, of course. (laughs) As far as we can. So when we got into the house, I automatically first day before people can like people like putting their shit down. And I went to like (laughs) Tiffany. I went to like Xavier. You know, Frenchie's already made his like final two with me already on the balcony. I remember that. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, let me. Cool. Yeah, you, you cool. Yeah, perfect. Not a problem, French. Not a problem. Love you. No problem. <laughs> I went to Xavier, I went to Tiffany, I went to uh Kylan, and I went to Hannah. I mean and Asa. And then I said, Oh, we're all gonna like work together, like we're gonna like look out for each other. This is gonna be like a thing. Because the only reason I didn't go to Hannah at the time was because um I think she was like in a different room with like everybody else. But right. then she came into the bedroom and then she was like said it to her and she was like oh you don't have to worry absolutely so we were already on the same page oh yeah 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 so it was definitely a um it was great to like really do something so much it it was really bigger than us it was it was it was something we wanted to change the game and you have to understand growing up and i'm just like you guys i'm a big reality tv fan like Mm -hmm. i watch 
on every fucking thing you can fucking think of. Okay? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I mean, like now I'm a, I mean, I watch everything. Anytime there's a competition show, I'm watching. I'm over here watching Lizzo's, you know, watch out for the big girls competition. Now like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I watch anything that is competition. I love so, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, you know, for me, it was growing up, you know, you usually see like one one maybe two black yeah. people on these you know real world row root challenges and you know you're watching big brother you're watching survivor you're watching amazing race there's really not a lot of african-american descent or um pocs that are there to really show you um you know where you could really relate to you know yeah give you give you that guiding light yeah. And, and I remember being like, OK, we're going to change the game. This is an opportunity. There's six of us. And I feel like we have changed the game. But it was also kind of scary because we were like, if we do this moving forward, people are going to automatically target the black people moving forward. And we were like kind of sitting there contemplating, like, do we do this? Because you have to understand in the past, there's never been enough. Right. To make this happen. It's only been one, two, three. Exactly. The numbers were never there for you. The the numbers were never there. So, you know, when Tiffany came up with this plan of, you know, all of us branching out and that that working with working with our significant other, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and she really finalized the plan and sold the plan to all of us. I mean, it was it was a perfect it was a perfect plan. Besides where I messed up at was knowing that fuck this plan already is in play and I don't have Frenchie anymore. So, you know, I had to share Brittany with Aza and I remember being like, damn, no one's going to be in that jury house fighting for me. Yeah. We're going to send all these people home, but no one's going to be there to be like, no, you guys are wrong. Big D is this. We should vote for him. There's nobody there to do that because Brittany's going to fight for Aza. You didn't have that number one. Um, everybody has their person there to fight for them where I did not. Right. I, and I remember that because I remember when Tiffany was like breaking out and she had that little chessboard and she was breaking out every partners. And she specifically said, Derek doesn't need a second because Correct. by the time the numbers all break down, you guys would be down to the final six anyway. And Correct. so, oh man, and I didn't even think about it. That I don't. Way. Well, That's uh, yeah. No, I mean, it was it was definitely something that added up towards the end. And I wish the one thing where people are like, do you regret anything? I regret my speech. I think I was so thrown off because of the questions I was getting from the juries because it was it was coming off like you know Derek X was being a fucking smart ass because he's a bitch. Um, you know, because he's a kiss ass. I don't. I, I hate that me and him even share the same name. Um, oh, you know, do you have uh, you know Whitney up there who got an attitude? You know, because she thinks that somebody was penalizing her because of her workout top or whatever that everybody was oh, talking God. about in oh, the house. Freaking workout top! Oh my God, it was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Right, that you know she she's upset, so she's upset, and then Aza is also upset too. So the questions that were coming at me, it wasn't coming as friendly as everyone was, you know, asking Xavier. Everyone's coming at me hard, so I go into full. I'm from fucking Philly. I don't owe any of you motherfuckers <laughs> anything. Yeah. I don't care and. It got in my head where I should have went into it, you know, with a strategy of explaining that, you know, I put the cookout together, um, you know, the fact that, 
Um, you know, even when I was on the block, you guys still didn't send me home. I was able to slide underneath the radar. Yeah. I was able to play a social game where Kylan and Xavier were able to do my dirty work, you yeah. know, to get yeah. to the end. Um, you know, there's more things. I made sure I lied and, you know, covered up to cover up everybody in the cookout, all the social games, everything. Like, I wish I would have went more into as of why I was a, uh, a dangerous player as social wise. We know competitive wise, these little, kid games or shit that my big ass can't do. I mean, there was nothing <laughs> strength. There was no. nothing strength involved. So for me, I was like, of course, I'm not a threat in that realm, but um, as social-wise, I was a threat social-wise because I was able to tell people to their face, like, I'm sending you home and don't have to worry about what's going to happen because I got this a powerful alliance. But on top of that, it's like, I'm still out of the powerful alliance, someone you don't want to send home, which to me, I would have sent me home, but that's all the shit I was there. I would have sent me home. <laughs> um, well, I, I do want to say uh, outside of, you know, just the cookout being so groundbreaking for the type of alliance it was and mm-hmm. for your guys' end goal. I don't want to sell it short that that's all it was. You guys were probably one of the most dominant alliances that have ever played the game. In like history. Yeah. 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 Like there was no you guys had your issues as all alliances do, but there was no, there was no breaking a part of that. You guys knew what you were working to was so much bigger that you would let the little shit slide Mm -hmm. to achieve this larger goal. And that was something that other alliances and I think other alliances in the future won't be able to have because there was so much on the line for you guys. And, and and I think that, I think that the reason for that, and you know, obviously this is just me speaking from looking on the outside in I think it's because it was such a bigger thing for you. You know, all these other alliances in the past and alliances moving forward in the future, people make alliances to get themselves further, right? Whereas your guys' alliance was to get your people further. And it didn't matter which one of you won. It was as long as it's one of us six. Yeah. Then we won. Then we all won. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's what... I think we all had that um, that mind frame besides Kylan. But we all had that mind frame of it don't matter who it is as long as one of us get there. Right. Um, I think it is something where other people can do this, but, you know, you got to really trust the people that you're with. And that's never going to happen. You know, that's never going to happen. I think that the new season of Big Brother that's coming up is going to be very hard to cast um, just because of the fact of how good we were this past mm-hmm. season and how good mm-hmm. everyone loved us. Everyone, you know, which I mean, a lot of people got love. I didn't, but, um, you know, I think it's going to be difficult, but I think they're going to make sure they find players that will do anything, anything. They don't care. They, they can work by themselves. I think they're looking for players like that. Right. Because right. I think that we all went in kind of like, even in my casting tape, I remember being like, you know, I really want someone, you know, African-American to win. I want to be the first black African-American. So I would imagine, you know, even when I talked to the cookout, they said those things in their interview tapes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't think they're going to be casting for that. I think they're going to be casting for people that are like, I will literally drama. They're going to look for people that are going to cross <laughs> I will cut a bitch to win this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I, I wanted to speak on something because I know. Yeah. I know, yes, Big Brother 23, especially the cookout, gets a lot of love. And I know oh, yeah. you catch a lot of fucking hate. And oh, I think, yeah. And, and so I think weird. it's bullshit, but I think it's because 
you're breaking ground in a and you play an archetype that isn't around previously. And we've had this conversation, Derek. We yeah, talked about yeah, this the yeah, other day. Sure. You fill a couple different roles. First of all, you you fill the diversity role as far as being a gay male, right? Yeah. You fill the diversity role as far as being a gay black male, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, you are a bigger guy, which is not something that happens on reality TV or television Never. unless it's in the comedy role, right? Correct. Correct. You know what and I mean? That was the edit that I also got was the comedy role. The funny guy. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to show being the strategy, you know, person who's strategizing or lying and manipulating and things like that. They didn't want to show that they wanted to give me the funny role. But, you know, at times because I had the funny role and then you see me bust the fuck out and curse somebody out or, you know, the Tiffany, the Tiffany and me drama, then everyone's like, (gasps) shocked. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> you're shocked. No lie. I love that part where there was that, I forget exactly what happened, but it was something with Britney and you fucking yeah, walk Britney right up there. I was like, yes, yes do that. That was so, you know, the, the thing about it is, and I, you know, me and Tiffany, we, we, we literally are like brother and sister. And I, I wish love y'all. I mean, I, I feel like things happen for a reason because it caused us to get closer. Yeah. Um, so I can't sit there and say, oh my God, I wish things were different because if things were different, number one we would have never had any good drama because i feel like me and tiffany were the fucking show of bb23 yes. we had no entertainment or anything because me and tiffany were literally the entertainment of bb23 yes um so i don't change anything but you know it was one of those things where when tiffany came up with this plan of you know everyone has their person i felt the need of okay baby well, i'm not gonna deal with claire so don't deal with Brittany. Stay in your lane. I stay in my lane. But because she was so dominant and like to run things, I'm like, we're not going to play when it comes to Brittany. You know, we're not going to sit here and you want us to sit there and tell Christian that, oh, we're not voting for him. And maybe it's a game of lying. Just tell him you're going to vote for him. You yeah. don't Why is yeah. that such a big deal? Why is that such a big deal? So it was just like, it was just, I don't do well when people, if you post stay in your lane, don't don't deal with Britney. I me and I was deal with Britney. You deal with Claire, and don't right. come down here barking orders. So it was one of those days where I was just like, oh, I'm so tired. I just got out the diary room. I come back. <laughs> Britney looks like she's in tears. Ah, uh, and I'm already like, you know what? I've been tired of this shit for a while because I feel like she's been trying to walk all over and run things. <laughs> but you know what? We sit back and we laugh at it. Um, the thing about it is I wish that I was just more vocal as being, I don't have a problem being a comedian. I don't have a problem entertaining as me, but I also wish I would have showed more of my, which you can't do too much blunt and realness, yeah. but I wish I would have gotten to more people's asses when I should have. Right. You know, right. I wish I would show when I cursed Kylan out in the back room, because then people would have, so I, when I mean I cursed Kylan out in the back room, oh. it was not TV friendly. Oh, I wish I would have seen that honestly because, it, yeah. you know, because people would have been calling me a misogynist because they would because they only thought I argue with the women because I only yeah. I literally only argue with Tiffany and Aza and Aza yeah. and Whitney yeah friends Whitney I didn't argue with Whitney well, it wasn't even arguing you were yet. giving her shit about you were her just top. giving her shit about her stupid gym top <laughs> and you know what's the crazy part about that fucking top I hate this top I might just go buy it myself at this point bro so no I, lie I was. 
I was going to say, I want to buy it for her. No, don't. Yeah, just, I won't yeah, go ahead. You going to let her go to the gym or that, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'd I, let wouldn't, her wear, I wouldn't wear it to the gym. I no wouldn't way. think that you wouldn't wear it. I wouldn't think you wouldn't wear it. People, like, people are not wearing that type of workout top to the gym. No. 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 I need full right. coverage at the gym, okay? Right. I don't need these girls bouncing out. We're good. The crazy part <laughs> is that, you know, I remember and I hate giving her airtime because my worst fear is me giving her airtime. But then lo and behold, I'm stuck somewhere with her again. Like, right. <laughs> um, but I mean, so she should be thankful. Um, the thing about it is that I remember being like, she's always like, you can comment on anything because you're gay and I love you. Like, I don't know anything about the gay community, but I love gays and oh my God, like you can talk about everything. And I remember being like, okay. <sighs> so I asked her before I even spoke. Mm-hmm. I said, Whitney, are you okay with me asking questions about, you know, your, 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 your top? Is that, is that okay? Oh my God, yes! Do whatever you want. Mm. So I remember... I sat there and I said, so are you telling me like this is a workout top? Like, is this, this is a workout top? <laughs> yeah, this is a workout top. See, I got it from a workout store. I'm going to show it to you when we get out the house, Big D. I know you love me. I don't know why you just that. And I was like, okay. I said, Alyssa, would you wear this? Hannah, would you wear this? I made sure to ask the women. Yep. I wasn't asking the men. I asked the women. Yeah, and all the women they just sit there and say, "Oh my God, this is inappropriate." They all said, "No, I wouldn't wear that." No, we're in the house. They don't have nothing else to fucking talk about. We're, we're I'm also fucking. I'm also fucking with her too because I'm yeah, like, yeah. like, this is fucking hilarious." Because I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> they had to tell her half of the time to put clothes on because her shit was all out all the time. Oh my so God. it's just like it was just like a it was such like a a, a funny moment that wasn't even like. Being like, you know, trying to um, be mean or anything like be that. Be mean or bully her down. Yeah. yeah. You're also on a TV show. So if they, for example, I got the edit of being the comedian and the sleeper. So mm-hmm. when my comic came up, my comic book, it was called Big Z's for me sleeping. Uh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So her thing was the top. Mm hmm. I, I gave you, I, I mean, I'm surprised that, that she's not thankful for the, for making her irrelevant. Like I, I, literally, <laughs> I literally made you important. They, they, they made your storyline about the workout top. Cause they, I don't know what else they were going to do. They didn't, they weren't going to do makeup. They did, they did a little air, they did a little makeup brush and then it was all focused on the workout top. Right. So when you're, when you're me being the funny person that I am, I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to pick up the comment and be like, oh, there she is wearing that workout top again. It's a fucking joke. But while I'm in the house, she's over here building her empire of victimizing herself and stuff like that. And I remember being like, no, I can't. I cannot do this. Yeah, no, that I can't deal with that stuff either. Just that like victim mentality. And yeah, it's it's just not my. And it's also hard because I'm a man. So automatically, because, you know, they want to give me that role. I'm just already a bad person. So I just kind of just stay out of it. I try my best to say what I want. And now that time has passed. I'm at this point now after Big Brother where 
I'm I've, I've I was always me when I was in the house, but after we got done, I felt like I had to, except for because I I really did I care about Oz and Tiffany, so whatever apologies or whatever I need to do to fix those relationships, I was going to do it because I cared and it right. was yeah. and I still and I still love them. They're literally my sisters, but everybody else, I felt like I could not be the person to be like fuck you, you were this, da-da-da, because it, it seems like we were all on this bandwagon of we're going to be a family and we're going to stick together and we're going we're gonna to take this head on. And for mm-hmm. me, I'm like, okay, I'll play along. <laughs> I can't play, I couldn't play along no more. Like, I, I just got to the point where I was like, this is so fake and so phony. And when we would do like our little segments, I would do with like Alyssa, I remember being like, I can't even ask tough questions. I always believe in ask me tough questions. I've been on plenty of podcasts, plenty of things where people can sit there and be like, Big D, why did you call Tiffany a bitch? Oh, yeah. Okay. They're going right for it. Right. Things like that. So it's like, if I can't sit there and do the same to people that I live with, I just felt fake and phony. Like, even when we go to these events, I just, it just wasn't sitting right for me. And me being from Philadelphia, especially being from the hood, it just does not. It doesn't sit well with me. So now I've been kind of on a bandwagon of making it. If somebody asks me a question, I'm answering it. They ask me who I, I like and who I don't like. I'm saying it because I don't really care at this point. Um, and that's why I was like, OK, I'm going to do my own Instagram lives, do it my best friend on the regular regular show. I am going to like don't care what anybody else say, um, because if I want to do other things in my life, I had to realize I'm by myself. I don't, these people are not going to help me get to the next thing I want to do or opportunities. So definitely feel bad for some of the fans because there was times that I should have called people out, you know, and held them accountable. Um, Even when I did, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's all part of the, the growth and the learning process, right? We yes. were talking about this with, with CT, although it's a, you know, different kind of level, different situation, but I think yeah. it all still applies, you know, you, people make mistakes and that's how we learn, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and you know, you learned what you, I don't want to say like did wrong, but what you did in the game that you weren't happy with looking back on it yeah. and, you know, get called for another season, you can adjust. Well, yeah. here's here's my thing is is like at the end of the day, you owe it to yourself, right? You owe your authenticity to yourself more right. than anything, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the last thing you want to do is look back and be like, "Damn, I wasn't real with me." Yeah. And yeah. and I appreciate that, and I think you know we were talking about this earlier. I think you hanging out with Anissa is kind of like a good way of doing that because yeah. she's got so much experience dealing with reality TV in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having to live outside of it and be oh happy God. with I you said last night i literally said that to her i was like you know there's no one else in philadelphia besides like you and me now i mean of course we have our um you know bryce and wendell from survivor yeah uh-huh. i'm very close with them too oh um, that's cool but it was nice to finally like we have been in passing you know like i'm friends with tori i'm friends with Corey lay you know i'm friends with you know ashley you know um you know, like I said, me and Josh, we, um, I think I don't, I don't want to call us friends yet, but we, I mean, we're social media kind of, we, we've always like 
always liking each other's stuff and commenting on each other's stories and things like that. And I do see him this weekend in Pittsburgh um, oh, nice. for a charity basketball event. So, you know, I kind of feel like um, out of everybody in the BB23 cast, I feel like for me is... I kind of have branched out to make friends with everybody. I've always been so friendly with everybody and everybody came to me, which was nicely. Tori was like, I'm coming to your birthday. She came to my birthday. Um, you know, Corey, Corey was like all always in my DMs. My roommates told me when I came home and me and him connected automatically. So I feel like I have more of, I guess once again, I'm playing a social game, I guess, <laughs> where, um, you know, I have a lot of friends now in the challenge world, a lot of friends in the amazing race world, a lot of friends in survivor world compared mm-hmm. to everybody else in um, my cast. Because every time, like, one of my castmates would text me and be like, oh, I didn't know you talked to so and so. And I was like, yeah, I don't. No, I don't really, I don't really talk to that much. <laughs> right. Well, I did that to him when, like, when it was your your big birthday party, and like uh-huh. the tour, because Tori's like just one of my absolute favorite people. I think she's just like the sweetest thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. Um, and you know, I started seeing those. I was like, I didn't know Derek F knows Tori and Lisa, <laughs> like all these people. That's so cool. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it's it was. Anissa, I've known for years because, you know, oh, okay. and, you know, her being, you know, bisexual and things like that. And I, I don't know what she um, goes by, but I'm just um, guessing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, being her being in the she's been a part of the gay community for years. I used to talk to her years ago before I even got on reality TV. Yeah. Um, wow. That's I cool. remember just being like, um, Oh my God, we have to like hang out. We have to link everything. Um, But you know, she's a busy person. Oh yeah. Yeah. And um, we have been very, very like passing. So last night it was nice to be like, all right, love. Um, I ain't no fan anymore, girl. I'm actually (laughs) the star and I'm the reason star of Philadelphia. So we can figure this out, girl. Cause I'm not going to, we going, we understand playing field now. Okay. Right. (laughs) And we and we talked and everything was just such a good conversation and everything was just so like positive and everything. And then Tori, I was really excited to like really hang out with too. But then she moved to Florida recently. I know. So we weren't able to really like connect as much as I wanted us to. Yeah. Um, and then uh I did kind of hang out with Nelson when we were in Hearts of Reality. Uh, he's a sweetheart. He is a yeah. sweetheart. You know, it's sometimes when you see people on TV and you're like, yeah. you know, no, he is a fucking sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart. Um, and then Josh was actually, Josh was nice too. So I'm excited to see Josh again just to see how the dynamic is. You know, I'm just trying to meet everyone. Just like yeah. I'm trying to the survivor events and meet everyone there, the amazing race people. I try to make sure I meet everybody because I'm like, baby, I need to meet everyone so Big D can get back on TV sometime. Right. Let's figure that out some type of way. Right. Well, shoot. (laughs) Even if it's Survivor, put me on Survivor. (laughs) Right. Well, and like I was going to say, I mean, you're already making friends and going to have some friends walking into whatever 
house or camp or whatever show it is you know what I mean? well, and, and <laughs> that, he's gonna be set up <laughs> well and that was my thing like because uh, i was telling karina i was like i want to get Derek frazier on and she's like but he does big brother i was like i don't give a fuck i like big brother that was my thing i was like wait hold i was like when you when, when you guys told me i was like okay i'm a little nervous because i'm like wait i do big brother i like I do like everyone that comes on your show is the challenge so i was like why would you want to talk to me? So we've <laughs> we've actually like we've really wanted to find a way because like when we started the podcast, we were like, oh, the challenge. Right. And we like ran yeah. with it. And then after that, we were like, hey, but we also watch Big Brother and Survivor and all this stuff. And we've been trying to find a way to kind of branch out and connect the other two shows. Um, I mean, especially because now everything is kind of it's all coming together. together. Everything kind of connects now. And I realized yeah. that when I just went back to rewatch rewatch isn't that crazy that i can rewatch this yeah. Go back and rewatch the seasons and i remember i if i am correct nat natalie natalie from big brother i think was the first person to go on the challenge oh natalie um no negrati natalie and and paulie right yes. yeah it, no it was natalie no, and natalie victor first. oh victor yeah, yes that's right. Yes, yep. It was them two first. It was them two first. And then came everybody else. Right. The yep. Josh and Polly and yeah, yeah. I think after that, I think Polly and Devon were the first on their season together. First yeah. time. So yeah, it's just crazy mm-hmm. to see. But now I can see why a lot of podcasts and a lot of, you know, bloggers and stuff like that are kind of doing that. We got to talk to everybody because you don't yeah. know who the hell is going to be on what at this point because everybody is, I mean, people from Survivor are now on the challenge. People from Amazing Race are now on the challenge. Like, it's exactly. Crazy. Love Island. People from Love Island, which they'll never pick me for that. I wish. I would break <laughs> and just find, you go find some men's, men's for me. And, right. <laughs> and, and just let me sit on the beach and drink. It's fine. <laughs> oh my God, that would be fucking great. Put me oh, on right. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the beach absolutely fucking not but you have to put me on uh the uh love island for sure yeah Uh, yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean and that's the thing is like part of this as well is like because you get edited a certain way on television no matter what show you're on right yeah yeah you get edited a certain way even with big brother being live feeds they cut and connect shit the way they want to they cut those things so quick Oh they yeah, do. this was my first time ever. My roommate um, Adam, who I do the regular Douglas show with, mm-hmm. um, who's my co-host, he was the Big Brother fan. He got me into it. Oh, and we never watched the live feeds. I didn't even know that was a thing until he was like, "Oh, we can watch the live feeds, see who won the wall competition one year." And I was like, "What? Oh, oh okay, cool." And that's that was what it. he did to me too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What do you mean we can watch the H O H? What are you talking right. about?" And that was it. And then when Celebrity Big Brother came on this season, because the cook I was doing with all the drama with Todrick, which fucking blew my mind, because I'm like, Todrick's not a part of the cookout. It's it, literally six of us. I and still I don't understand. Also is why, I think that's why I've also added my clarity of the cookout is always going to be something for the culture and something we're always going to be bonded. But it also made it clear that the reason why I'm trying to branch off and do my own thing is because I'm not going to be sitting here like we're not all we're brothers and sisters as we feel. But that's not my real life brother and sister. So if 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 Xavier decides to go rob a bank, don't be coming in and telling me and blaming me and tell me I need to do a statement and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. that's the problem that I'm having with how people 
put people all together in a bubble. Yeah. And that's yeah. the problem with the world now. So when Todrick went on Celebrity Big Brother, I remember being like, he's our friend. Oh, he's my friend. I know he's not, you know, some people didn't stay in his house. Some people have never like socialized with him, but he's my friend. And mm-hmm. like, you know, especially him being a gay black man, like, of course, I'm we're, we're going to be there for each other. Yeah. So for me, I remember being like, this is crazy how we all get looped in to shit. So one night I randomly, maybe around like 4 a.m., me and Adam are up. We're like a little bit drunk and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Turn on this live feed, I guess. It's like halfway through the season. And I remember watching it and I'm like, okay, wow, this conversation is really interesting. Cut. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. A little fish you... swimming around everywhere. What? And I'm like, cut. Then it comes back and it's like, damn, I missed the majority of the conversation. So I'm like, this is why I don't like, this is why I'm saying you should not have the live feed if you're not going to show everything. Yes. That means, exactly. That means that bitch is rolling and no one ever touches that button yep. at all. Unless magically you're watching it and someone's towel drops or something crazy happens where it's like you, you don't want to show anybody's nudity, of course, but there was yeah. a time that Big Brother used to be on like Showtime, if you remember that, and yeah. there was nudity and things like that. So I rather just get back to the point where it's like, let that let that bitch just roll. Don't don't even touch it because when they pick and choose when to cut it off and when they decide to show, or if I'm in the room telling you guys about my master plan because there's only one of me in the room mm-hmm. at the time, that camera's not on because there's five other motherfuckers down the hall that they're having the camera on. Yep. And then they have three cameras on the same fucking group. On the right. same, yeah, the same cameras on the same group. And I'm over here talking about, guys, let me tell you what I just did and what blah blah blah. And no one ever catches it. So no it's like it. that's yeah. the that's the stuff I don't like. That's why I'm kind of like, you know, all the fans are like, we really want you to go back. I don't know how we're gonna do it. And I'm like, if they want to ask me for all stars, sure. I'll do it because I can just go in there and just rip everybody apart and crack jokes and whatever. I'll do All-Stars, but I'm kind of at the point where I need to go and do another show where I feel like I'm going to get the edit, get a little bit more of, a little bit more where I could be a little bit more rough and tough. Because I'm yeah. the next show coming around, I'm still going to be entertaining and making sure I'm doing what I need to do because it's a job and I love making people laugh and I love talking. But as competition-wise, I need something that's going to be allowing me to be the beast and be a big day for sure. And and that's my thing is it, it kind of stepping back and then I'm going to address what you just said was, you know, that's why we want to have you on because just like on the challenge, you know, you only get it as viewers. We only get to see the edit of you, right? We don't get to see who you are, who Derek yeah. is. And it's the same yeah. with big brother. We might get a little bit more access, but it's not who you are because once again, you're stuck in a pressure cooker of a situation and it's not everyday Derek. You know, yeah. we see on the regular regular show, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and that's why we want to give people the opportunity. And so typically, Derek, I have a whole line of questions and we just kind of jumped right into this shit. Uh, and, and I love it because that makes the best podcast is when we have free flowing conversation. We're just yes. talking, you know, well, that please, I'm here to answer whatever questions you got. <laughs> so I got to I got to bring this up because, um, yes, a lot of people like even Karina didn't know this. And I was surprised because I made her. So last night we got done doing an interview with uh, Marlon and his co-host of Sky Squids. Uh, do you know oh, Marlon from Rivals, too? Wow, 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 wow. That's crazy. He was on, Marlon was on X on the Beach, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
it's a challenge. I think a couple, I think he did maybe two seasons. And then, yeah, he was on real. I forgot which real world he was on. But Portland. He was on, yeah. Portland I mean, with like Jordan and Avery and oh, all God. them. Yes. How could that I season? And Naya. Iconic. I love that season. But uh, iconic season. So um, we were talking with him and, uh, you know, afterwards I flipped on, I did some research because I know you were on MTV years ago, oh, years yeah. ago. And a lot of people might not know this and it is on Paramount Plus. She's acting up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to, I'm not going to go into that show because that show is heavily produced. I know oh, it's, yeah. it, it's heavily produced. You can tell by the way they've done it, but um <laughs> Karina didn't know this and and for people that don't know your dad is the heavy one of the legends of the heavyweight boxing I mean if there's a Mount Rushmore your dad's on that and that is smoking Joe Frazier yeah so I had no idea yeah, she. Okay. I was like, I didn't because I didn't talk about it on the show except in my diary rooms which I mean of course people with the fans would probably still were like I wasn't talking about it every day. You know, I was yeah. there to make a name for myself. But, yeah. I, you know, making a name for myself means I'm keeping my dad's name alive. That's the most important thing. Right, right. Um, but being, you know, the youngest son of Smoker Joe Frazier, the last son of Smoker Joe Frazier, it's a lot of pressure. You know, I'm the youngest, I'm the last. So I've always wanted to be on TV. I've always wanted to entertain. My dad was an entertainer. Some people didn't even know. My dad was a funny fucking man. He was, oh, yeah. Why? Oh my God, he was funny. Funny. You, there's never a dull moment with that man. Oh. And um, I remember, you know, I always tell him when I grew up, I'm going to be on TV. And he was like, all right, go for it. You know, I don't see why not. Um, so, me doing being on TV is great because it helps our name. But there was a long time ago, can't believe you did your <laughs> research. <laughs> when I was 19, I was a fucking mess. <laughs> I had like curly hair. I had like a tongue ring. I was a mess. It I was caught like, that. Yeah, I caught that. It was, I was probably the biggest I've ever been. I was just, there was no, there was no shape. It was just big, no shape. Um, Cause I would say there's a difference. I'm like, you could be big, but you could have a shape. But then right. if you're big, then you're just big. Um, and I remember just being like, you know, after my dad died, um, they had this casting call at my college and they were doing a college audition uh, season where they were like, you know, we're going to do a college, a college edition, MTV made. This is the last season of made, you know, <laughs> they're do a college edition instead of high school. Mm-hmm. So we stand in line for like, oh my God, probably like five, six hours. We stand in line, miss classes, everything instead of line. And I remember being like, kind of like the last people of the group to go. And I went in there. I didn't even tell. I didn't even tell them about um, who my dad was because I've always learned when I go into these casting auditions, I want to go in being me, right? Yeah. Bitch, a bitch, the bitch. I yeah. rather sit there going being that instead of sitting there being like, okay, I'm gonna start by just dropping this load on you guys and be like, my dad's Joe Frazier. Yeah, right. I kind of. <laughs> it's not that I'm ashamed of it. It's just. I want to prove that I can get picked for myself. For yourself have, and not because of who your dad is. Correct. 100. So the first audition I went in, they were like, what's your name? And I was like, tell my name, where I wanted to be. I knew I wanted to be something I already knew how to do a little bit. I just mm-hmm. wanted to just 
fine tune it if that makes sense yeah i caught that in the show because the, your first day you went in there and he had you hitting the bags and he yes. was, he's been trained before yep yes yep. yes so i did amateur boxing when i was young um you know growing up in the gym you know especially my dad being joe frazier of course you gotta learn how to protect yourself how to fight growing up in philadelphia you you, you can't play to. no you you yeah. gotta be you gotta be prepared you can't be out here like I'm walking around and then somebody <laughs> come up to you, punch you, or try to mob you. You're not ready. That's going to be a problem. So right. I, my dad always taught me how to present myself and also how to protect myself. And my mom always taught me to have heart and care and love. So I had the best of both worlds when it came to my parents. But growing up in the, the, the you know, the Philadelphia scene, growing up in, you know, the gym and the boxing gym, you learn how to do all, all those things. So when I did MTV made, I remember just being like, I'm going to do something. They're going to help me it's gonna fine tune it's gonna be a good good episode and they were like it was the best episode we ever had and everything was so fresh and raw like literally they probably like i can never forget that moment because that was the first time like i went to my dad's grave after he passed away and it really did help me spiritually um, when I was going through that hard time, I just wish I can go back and rechange some of my outfits and some of the things <laughs> and everything. Like those are the things I regret. And the edits on it, oh my god! I remember being in the MTV office in New York, and I think my mom was there. We were there for hours. They were like, "We can do this in like two days." I was like, "No, I'm a professional." Like I'm always about because of how my dad taught me. I'm always about if we're doing it now, we're getting it done. Which be um good and bad because my friends hate it. My friends would be like, "All right, we can start on this and then maybe start it later." That's like a trigger for me. I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." We're getting it done now. Let's start it now. We're going to get it done. Right. And I remember being in the New York office and when we were doing these edits, baby, I was so over it. (laughs) They're like, give us some more energy. And I'm like, that's my dad. Dad, I am just a boxer. Like, it was so (laughs) It was so not me. Like, I wanted to talk like how I'm talking to you right now. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, And then I'll be like, you guys are going to make me say, I literally told them because I freaked out. I'm like, you guys are going to make me sound like a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, this is not who, this is not who I am. I'm not that, I am very like chill. Like, I'm very Derek. I'm mm-hmm. myself. I'm not really one of those high pitched type of guys. They want me to be like this high pitched. Like, and when he beat Muhammad Ali back in 1971, mm-hmm. it was just such a moment. I was like, uh... You like, guys, this is uh, not me. <laughs> you guys are fucking killing me. So um, <laughs> it was definitely something to remember. Um, but then when I got on Big Brother and I went into that diary room, I was like, you ain't got to worry because I'm definitely going to be me this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I was, she can attest to this. We were watching last night and the first time you kept it, the, the first time you were in the gym and you hit that bag, I was like, oh, he's got fucking hands. Yeah, like I saw you hit the heavy bag. I was like, "Oh, he's got they, fucking hands." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so funny because I realized because it was their best season, it's their only season on Paramount Plus. Yep, yep. I, I was so lucky to catch it. Thank I you. Like, oh my god, they did this on purpose. They did this on purpose, but it was their <laughs> best. It was their best season, and I was one of their best episodes um, out of all of them. I think there was only like two that were really good. It was like me, and then I think there was like a girl, and they kept talking about it. Um, that helped them get some awards or some shit because it was such a good season. Uh, but yeah, as hand wise like I, that's why i always tell people that um you know people are like oh my god Derek's so cute he's such a teddy bear he's all this but i i'm i'm 
I'm really can break somebody's jaw mm-hmm. if I wanted to. Yeah. And I don't like to fight because of the fact that I don't feel like it's fair. Right. You know, the fact that you can go to any boxing gym in the world and learn how to punch, but you can also go to a boxing gym and get trained by a legend and know how to break somebody's fucking face. Yeah. So it's like, I don't ever want to get to that place. That's why I always try to tell people like, please, like, don't fuck with me. I'm very like, we, you want to argue for a little bit, cute, whatever. I'm still going to demolish you with words, read you for filth and keep it pushing. But if you get all rowdy, rowdy and you about that bowdy, bowdy type of bitch and you want to jump or something, I'm telling you, I'm going to hurt you. And because I'm a big dude, also physically, I'm not afraid to go against anybody in life unless it's God, (laughs) my father and my mother, (laughs) everybody else. He never got to worry about me trying to go against anybody. Like, I'm not scared. Like, I'm not scared to go against anybody in general. And I wish that we had competitions like that in Big Brother. I was but it has some like, especially because Julie's like, Welcome to Big Brother. This is a new season. And I was like, oh, they're going to do new games. Expect the unexpected. I'm like, right. yeah, they're going to do new games. They're going to be like, maybe like fucking hold a sandbag above your fucking head for a long time. And I was waiting for some stream competition. Yeah. And it was like nothing. And I was like, <sighs> uh. well, and I wanted to go back to say this too, like to kind of just piggy uh piggyback on what you were saying is like anyone can go to the gym and learn how to throw a punch right throw a punch properly right but there's also an innate genetic ability to throw a fucking knockout punch right and and not not everybody gets that you know what i mean not a lot of people get that i have seen listen i have seen some people where they fight and i'm like okay if they just had a little bit like tweak here a little bit of tweak there i would be like they can really do something. Um, you know, that's why it was so funny when um, when I saw Xavier the one day uh, when he was throwing punches and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, you know, I trained, I do boxing. And I was kind of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because the thing about it is that I think people forget that I don't have a problem taking a punch. I don't, pro- I don't have a problem taking a hit. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is that People think, okay, yeah, he's going to move slow, but I really don't move as slow when it comes to boxing. I know how to stay on my toes and I know how to hit where I need to hit, where it lands. And I don't have to worry about wasting all my energy to go round after round after round and round and things like that. That's, those are things that you learn, especially when you, things my dad used to say, being a heavyweight. Me, mm-hmm. I'm a super heavyweight, of course, but learning how to be a heavyweight up, you have to know that every punch matters and every punch counts. So yep. you're not going to be a lightweight where you could do a little yeah. tap here and, there and we can go all day because we're big guys. We don't have all the energy to do that. So, you know, those are the things that I was very glad that my father taught me how to do um, and whatnot, because some people don't get that, you know, especially oh, yeah. like learning about the fights. Like he taught me about the fights. He, I watched the fights with him. He broke it down. I mean, like it was crazy. Well, and how do I want to say this? Um, you had an inside track to greatness, right? Like I can only learn from boxing by watching it, by hearing Teddy Atlas talk about, right? You got to yes, sit yes. there with next to your dad, smoking Joe Frazier and him break down how, how, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Foreman fought how mm. Ali fought Ken Norton fought I mean and we're talking the the quote unquote gods of boxing you know what I mean 
Yeah. But, uh, you know, and and that's something that I also wanted to comment on from that show, as I noticed, is that conditioning training you did with the ex-NFL offensive lineman. I can't remember his name off top. Yeah, Trey, uh, Trey Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Trey. Like, yeah. that says a lot about your heart and your determination, because they weren't putting you through, like, simple jogs. Like, no. they were working your ass to the point where if you're going to puke, like, I've done that in Hell Week. You know, it's no joke. It's no it was it was no joke. It was no joke. And I was going to the gym two times a day. And also, I will say this. If you ever lose weight, do not do it the unhealthy way. I did that when I was on the show. I was eating like probably under like a thousand calories a day. Oh, Jesus. And, um, you know, that's why I dropped all that weight so quickly. Um, And of course, you know, it'll snap back. Yeah, yeah. It, it was that I lost all that weight, but I did not, when I got to that weight, I didn't have the power behind it right. because of how I lost the weight. So when I, this time around, when I was, you know, as I'm training now um, and been training and the transitions I went through since that was when I was young. So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I was young. It was okay to do that, which is not okay. But no. now that I'm older and I'm 30, I look at things differently. Now I'm more like, I'm going to fucking eat, but I'm going to work out. And my workouts, like how he was doing it, they're not, they're definitely not as like, not even close to intense like that. That was like interval training to, to cut as much was, as you could. We'll yeah. do interval training now, but it's not like that where it was like, right. I'm wearing a heart monitor. They're watching my heart. They want it in red constantly. Yeah. Like it, it, it's not, it's definitely not like that. You well, know? I remember him saying when he was training you that his goal was to, you know, keep your heart rate up, drop it down, get it up, drop it down, because he said that was the quickest way to lose weight really quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, which which is true. But again, kind of touching yeah. on what you said, you know, there's there's other parts that also, uh, you know, factor into into the success in that type yeah. of training. So, yeah, it was definitely I mean, girl. <laughs> I remember just being like, this is fucking hell. Like, this yeah. is hell. But it also taught me, um, and it's nothing, I'm not saying it's bad training at all. If, no. if you're looking, if you're looking to drop so much weight, really, but the thing about it is that it's very good training, but it was that what helped me drop the weight was also because I was not hardly eating. Right. So exactly. Right. That was adding to it. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and when I got to that size, when I was done, I was happy, but I was also like weak. Yep. It was very weak. I felt very tired. weak, very mm-hmm. tired, very weak. I didn't feel strong. Like I felt like if someone came and like hit me, I'm a little bit in trouble, you know, like yeah. I didn't feel like I can brawl somebody right now and go toe to toe like it didn't it didn't feel right so you know i went through a phase where i gained a little bit of weight back and then i this time around i went up did like training on my own and then i got down to a certain size and then when i got down to that size, because i always felt like i had to look like a smaller guy mm-hmm. to fit in yeah, i right. know that feeling i gotta be a smaller guy to date people people want smaller guys like no one wants like a big guy and especially being in the gay community and how like judgmental and how criticized it is and how you know everything is because in the gay community automatically being a black man which it's everywhere it doesn't matter where you are yeah. you're already at a disadvantage and everybody else white in the gay community so that doesn't change anywhere no matter if you're black you're going to be a disadvantage in life 
period at things. So, um, you know, I've always had this stigma where, and just like over um, things that have happened and scenarios, you know, I always had the stigma that, oh, I have to be like smaller. I can't be like this big guy. Um, so I got down again to a certain weight. And I remember just like, you know, I cut off everybody for six months. I stayed in the house. All I did was work out, watch TV, went to work. And that was it. I did not do anything. Mm-hmm. And I got down to a certain weight. And of course it was like, oh my God, there's clothes I can wear and things that I've never been able to do. But then I got to the point where I was like, once again, I wasn't feeling like I was at my best or I didn't feel like me. So over the course of time, I was like, I'm not going to be keep killing myself in this gym. And then I got to the biggest I was on Big Brother, the biggest I've ever been. And then I remember when I was on Big Brother, I was very happy. And then when I got done, I started training again and I lost weight. But this time around, I have a different mindset. My mindset is not, oh, my God, I got to get to a certain look. I have to be this number. I have to be this size. My mind frame is that. I got to be able to jump. I got to be able to move. I need to be able to sprint. I need to be able to fucking throw around, throw around some heavy weights. I need to tone. Like I look at it more as a tone now. Yes. Turn this, these, these thighs into muscles and this chest. Let's get it a little bit more firm. Let's get things to sit up. Let's get some shoulders, some arms. I look at it now than trying to lose the weight because I feel like if I lose all the weight, then I'm going to go back to that mindset. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not as strong as I used to, where it's like, maybe people would die to have people would, people would are, are taking steroids and stuff to get, to get, to get the meat that I have when I can just take the meat and turn it into muscle and still be that big guy. And it's the mind frame of, instead of I have to be a certain size, you're looking at is I have to be in shape. I have to be healthy. Correct. And that is such a, a different paragraph uh, paradigm shift, you know, as far as like the view on it. And it, it, it makes it more sustaining because it's mm-hmm. more about this is for the long run, not for, yeah. so I can fit a shirt. Right. Exactly. Right. And that was the, and that was the problem. Every time I lost weight, it was like, I got to make sure I'm in, in time for summer so I can fit into a shirt and make sure I'm ready to. And the thing about it is that even when I got down to those sizes, yeah, nothing changed. I still no. wasn't getting, the men to look at me or want to give me the time or day and things like that. It did not matter. And then recently, uh, which I really haven't, I really haven't shared with a lot of people, but you know, I felt comfortable with you guys recently. I realized that it wasn't the fact that I was big or small. It was the fact that once again, I was at a disadvantage because when you go, a lot of the the gay communities is, is a lot of them are white. So when you're like the token black boy a lot and you're in these type of environments, you're automatically at a disadvantage. And I realized that when I went to L.A., you know, L.A. really gave me a wake up call. Thank God for L.A. because L.A. gave me a wake up call with my life, with the PB23 gas, like everything. And, um, you know, that's why I said I was going to start to train. I mean, I'm one month in lost 20 pounds, which is okay. I'm happy with, but Good. you know, it, it doesn't feel like when I look at myself, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so smaller again or something like that. Like 
I lost the 20 pounds, but I know I gained it in other places because I could right. see them on arms or legs and things like that. Yeah, exactly. We, we were talking about this with Marlon because I told him last night when we were doing the interview, I was like, oh. we're actually going to talk with Derek F. And, and I was saying, like, I've been watching him. He's been training. And it's really impressive because I think it was a day or two you put up a video of you doing squats and yeah. you did like 415 twice. Yeah. Which I could do more. I definitely could have did more for twice. I kicking myself over the, over the head for that because I if I like it, the fact that I did not struggle. Yeah, tells no. me I do more, and I was like, "Fuck!" But, but you, you, but you needed to know that. that. You yeah. put that shit up so easy though, and that's what yeah. I was talking about. Like yeah. Marlon is a fucking bodybuilder. He's like, ridiculous. looks like fucking Atlas holding up the yeah. fucking world. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. I was like, "How much do you squat?" He's like, "I probably max out about six fifty seven right in there." And I was like. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. And I was like, wow, that's a lot. I was like, and I started thinking about, I was like, fuck, even when I was playing, you know, college football and not like division one college football, like community college football, you know, in Northern Nevada, <laughs> hey, like, hey, yeah, like the most I've ever squad was like three fifty, And I felt, I was like, man, I'm fucking, I'm pumping on here. I felt like Arnold. <laughs> and then like, yeah, that, listen, that's still a big thing. Some people, look, some people can't even do that. You gotta remember yeah. that. Yeah, but it, what I was saying is like the fact that you have only been training for a month, mm -hmm. you're already squatting for over 400 pounds and you make it look easy, but you're on me, the right. You're on the right path, Derek. I do want to say this. I've been doing CrossFit for four years, so mm -hmm. the numbers that I have in the past are numbers like, for example, I think my last number was like 525 for a back squat and that was like two years ago. So keep in mind before big brother, I mean, before big brother, I was trying to go to the gym, but I was like, you know, COVID and I'm like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. It is what it is. I don't have time. <laughs> so, you know, after big brother, I went back into CrossFit, you know, and then I had a lot of events in October and November. And I was like, I ain't, I ain't never going to get back to this gym. I was going like one, two times a week. Right. Yeah. I, like, I got to take this serious. So about, Literally a month ago, I was like, I'm gonna take it serious, but I've been doing CrossFit for a while, so these movements I already know it's just getting back up there. So, yeah, okay, but also I am working with a different body frame once again, right? Where I was able, like, for example, I did a deadlift, I don't know if you saw probably a couple of weeks ago that I did, and it was for I think it was like for 515. Yes, or something. I saw that, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that deadlift to me was sloppy because of the fact that I was, you know bending the wrong way it was sloppy to me it should have just been a straight up and straight down i should not be shaking and trying to get it up mm -hmm. so things like that is telling me i'm getting back to where i used to be and doing more but i get what you're saying but marlon i mean fucking 600 700 and shit that that's someone who i would be like I don't know. I I need I need I need to I'm gonna be worried about you. <laughs> Bro. You should see his thighs, man. Yeah, yeah his, he posted a picture of his thighs, thighs and I was like, dude, that's there's well, more muscle too, right? Yeah, I was like, dude, you got more muscle in your thighs than I got in my whole fucking body, dude. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with his this thighs, shit. like the literally like the size of my head. It's just dude, massive. Uh, it's insane. But, <laughs> so one thing I did want to ask Eric and, and Yes. And we go with this with everyone we have on, whether they're on the challenge or you yeah. know, Big Brother, is before reality TV, before doing made, what did you want to do with your life? Like, did oh, you always want to be on reality TV or do you have like another aspiring goal that you want to do? I've always wanted to entertain. I've always wanted to be on reality TV. I've always wanted to be like 
have my own show like oh. how I had the regular regular show with my best friend I've always wanted to be like a, a funny TV host like a Steve yeah. Harvey and things like that I've always mm-hmm. wanted to do shit like that I love talking as you can fucking say <laughs> well you're good <laughs> um, at it <laughs> you know and I love just interacting with people so for me that was always my dream I mean I grew up on reality TV which is probably what's wrong with my fucking brain now. <laughs> All of ours. <laughs> I, yeah, I grew up on the drama and the tune in to next time, you know, like just fucking everything. To be and, continued. To be continued and things like that. And all I did was watch, dra- <laughs> literally watch Dragon Ball Z and fucking reality TV. That's it. That was my life all the time. You just, yes. you just got Rick right in the, yeah. Yes. That's all I did. <laughs> literally, till this day, I still watch. I literally bought the, the Fun Nation app so I can watch fucking Dragon Ball Z. So I've, I've been into Dragon Ball for a long time. It's just part of our generation. If you're a male in our generation, you yes. love Dragon Ball. It's just what yes. it is, right? Um, I got my son into it. He's three and a half. Oh. So he runs around the house going, Kame, Ame, He'll sit and just watch like whole episodes of Dragon yeah. Ball. Just yeah. yeah. It's it's so he's strange though, because he'll he'll even watch like NASCAR races. Like he'll just watch I mean, a NASCAR race. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I mean can I say something? I was really into cars too when I was young. I'm Are telling you? you, everyone go everyone goes through it. It's just a part mm-hmm. of a boys' stage and things like that. But oh, yeah. yeah, I would say those are I've always wanted to be on TV. So when I got a big brother and it was so realistic, those are those are the moments I think about. I think about the time of you know, about to walk onto the stage and, you know, having these, this whole team of people just taking care of you, which was very nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> and I remember just being like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to walk into this house. I can't believe I'm about to do this. The hard part for me was not having my phone and not knowing what's going on or talking to yeah. people. But it was just, it was a crazy experience. And um, that's something I've always wanted to do. So I'm hoping my goal is that I hope for the future for me, I'm hoping that I do end up back on a competition show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that competition show is going to be. You know, I know every five minutes there's rumors about Big D is going to be on this and Big D is going to be on the challenge. Yeah. And he's doing this. And I'm like, okay, everybody. No, I, 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 I have not got the call. You're right. <laughs> if, if, if I get the call, I feel like you guys will know because you will not see me on social media. But <laughs> yeah. I am a fan of the challenge. So oh, yeah. I did ask, of course, I would say, yes. He's like, yeah, where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, I feel like there hasn't been a big guy on it since Big Easy. And I feel like that's kind of... I feel like that's kind of missing and mm-hmm. I think it's missing a little bit of entertainment factor too, if that makes yeah. sense. I feel yeah, like I get that it's all about like a competition, but this is not like fucking Spartan race. Like this is not the Olympics. No, like, it's not. There's, there should still be some entertainment and drama and fun to it. And I feel like if I ever got the opportunity, I would 100% bring that to the table. And also I can hit people. <laughs> he's, like, I, he's like, I need a whole brawl right now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> that would be fucking fantastic. Unless it's against Marlon. I'm not going against Marlon. I'll tell you that right now. I ain't doing no six. I don't think anybody does. Anyone, listen, anyone that can lift more than me, I'm not going against them. But I know I can lift more than everybody in that. Oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, and here's the thing is like, I think, I think that there's certain people that are 
set up for Big Brother and there are certain people that are set up for other type of shows based on their personality and their character and their body yeah. type, right? Like, yeah. I think Big Brother was good for you, right? But I don't think that's the show that's for you in mm-hmm. the long run. Mm-mm. No, I knew that. I knew that from the, you, you had it right, the nail in the coffin. Like, I knew from the get-go. The reason why I did Big Brother was, number one, I anytime there's opportunity for me to be on fucking TV, I'm going to take full advantage of it. Because oh, that's yeah. going to give me more exposure to show yep. people who I am and get people to want to come and talk to me or hang out and shit like that. That's the that's the one reason I was like, I'm doing this fucking show, so I'm fucking ready. Um, but I've always been a big fan of Amazing Race. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, me and my roommate have tried out three times. I'm praying that, you know, we get it. Maybe you'll see it. I'm praying. I've always been a big fan of Amazing Race and the challenge. So I always felt like, okay, if I go do Big Brother, maybe one of those doors will open for me to go and do it now that I have been on TV, now that I am right. kind of the reality star, now I'm kind of out yeah. there know who I am, they're not going to be like, well, what can he do? I've never seen what he can do. No one's questioning. People are like, we'll look at it and be like, oh my God, no, that's Big D. He's entertaining. He's going to bring it. He's going to bring the heat. Get yeah. him. So I'm hoping that opens the door for any of those. Those would be the two avenues I would like to go to next or my own dating show. Oh, yes. Do like what Corey Lay did, like the Twelve Nights of Christmas or something like that, or, or I forget. Let's the go back to like the flavor of love phase, and it can be Ooh. like. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be great. I think that would be great, and then I can have my best friend be like the person who's like asking the questions or like you yeah. know making sure guys are getting their shit together before they you know, yeah. go on a date with me. I think yes. that would be fucking. I I oh, think that would be so fucking iconic because there's never been like um, once again a big guy. Big gay guy mm-hmm. who like can really fit in all the different realms. Gather up all the bears around in the fucking country, put them in one house for the love of Big D, and let's see if I find love. Like I think that would be fucking funny as shit too. I, I think that would be would, so great. I would watch it. I would watch it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I watch yeah. it right now. Well, and so, and I think um, you know, it, obviously there are certain things that. W- we can't talk about because of contract obligations and we don't want anybody to get in trouble. Um, and obviously, you know, you want to be on TV again. We want to see you on TV again. Yeah. But the main reason for having you on here is like we said, we want to kind of venture into the big brother world, just like you want to yes. talk about, you know, your fandom of reality TV as well. Um, yes. So I'm not going to ask you about any of your castmates, what they may, may not be doing. So I don't want to even dive into that. I don't deep. even. Can I be honest with you? I don't even fucking know. I removed myself from all the groups and everything. I made it clear. I am. I followed the two people that I don't care about, and um, I made it clear to everybody that Big D's not being quiet anymore. I'm not going to say he like either. You guys going to love me for me and me being me, or y'all don't rock with me. Plain and simple. I'm. I'm not playing the. Oh my God, we're all going to be happy family and we just all love each other because (laughs) I don't believe that. I don't believe that is true. I believe that this cast is saying that it's because they don't want to deal with the backlash of being upset that six black people work together to get themselves to the end. You can't sit there and say, 
I don't really like how things went down. I feel like untreated or unfairly. They're not going to say that. They don't want to. They don't want to fuck up their social media platforms or their culture or things like that. I believe. I believe that there's an underlying issue that they mm-hmm. don't want to address and say how they feel because they don't yep. want to deal with the backlash. Now, do I think there's individuals in my cast that 100% support and love, you know, the cookout movement? Yes. Right. And I believe there's people that are not. And I believe that people are putting on acts and facades. And I think people should be, the thing that kills me and I don't want to sound arrogant or, you know what, if I sound fucking arrogant, I do. I don't really give a fuck. Fuck The thing about (laughs) it is that I think people should be thankful that I don't speak when I, when I could have spoke a long Mm -hmm. time ago. When I had opportunities where you're on live with me, when I could have called you out or opportunities yeah, at yeah. events where I could have, you know, grabbed you by your fucking neck and been like, yo, what the fuck is the deal? Get yeah. you the fuck together. I think people should be glad that I did not go that route right. um, and play the try to be professional and try to be very <laughs> loving, and very nurturing and very caring. I just at this point, I just don't really care because um, you know, I felt like with the recent incident that happened in LA, that really made me feel like, okay, this kind is adding where everything up. Everything was right. This is how everything really was. It was adding up, and I think that's why this. A lot of people in this cast are not saying, you know, they want to sit there and say, like, oh my god, I love the cook. I'm so happy for them, and roll their eyes afterwards. You right, know, right. So, and that's okay. I rather, but I wish they would be honest with it. Yeah, state, state your truth. Don't put on an act because you're worried about saying, "Oh my God, I, I can't believe six black people work together to get to the end." Say it, baby. Let the whole world hear it. And I think that's why I can't deal with the fake and uh, uh, phony anymore. Yeah. Um, but there are, you know, of course, there's people I love. Absolutely, oh, and you'll see that. Yeah, there's certain yeah. people that we just there's certain people I'm just like I don't have a problem with. We just went our separate ways. You know, I kind of was just like. Not it's everybody's time. supposed to be best friends. No. Everyone's not supposed to be best friends. Some people are just supposed to be in your life for a small portion of time and then it's Correct. exit stage left. Exactly. And, and exactly. It, it is what it is. That's exactly. It. I yep. would say I would say the people that I'm very close with is Brittany, Aza, Tiffany, Hannah, um, Xavier. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with Kylan. You know, we we just don't really talk as much. We're trying right. to work on that. But I don't have a problem with uh, Kyla. You know, he still has a special place in my heart. Um, well, you guys I'm all about. have that shared experience. You, you're always going to be together. In the cookout, I would say the cookout and Brittany and Frenchie, Frenchie does nothing. Frenchie does nothing bad. Does nothing bad to me. Um, me and Alyssa, we're, we're fine, but we went our separate ways. We're like, we're done with the big blue couch. Like, yeah, she wanted right. to focus on my bird. I want to focus on uh, the regular Daniel show. That's fine. We don't have, a, there's no bad blood there. It's, we're just two different personalities. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that just, and Brittany, I love. Um, Brittany's a saint. She's a saint. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no, no one can ever say anything bad about her. She's the best. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think there's just, individuals that you know that i don't feel got held accountable for some of the things they've said some of the things they do Mm -hmm. um and i just 
don't really sit right with that. And also, I just don't want to socialize as much. I'll do stuff for the fans, of course. Yeah. I'll do stuff for charity, of course. But I wanted to make sure I distance myself so I could be able to do like an interview with you guys and speak freely and don't have to worry about my phone going off of Oh my God, I just watched your thing. I, what, what's the problem? What did you say? Yeah. Why did you say that about so-and-so? Like, you can't be doing that. You know, we're supposed to be talking about it offline. Baby, I don't really care no more about talking about offline because when yeah. I wanted things to be talked offline, no one respected that. And then when people wanted to try to embarrass me or say mm-hmm. things, it was like, no, what are you talking about? That didn't sit well with me. Yeah. And I also just try, that's what I'm trying to branchise to make friends with other reality TV stars because yep. I don't, I don't need to be stuck in the, the big brother world. I love big brother, love it, but I want to be able to say, Oh, I have friends in amazing race. I have friends in love. Island. I have friends in the circle. I have friends in which uh, in survivor I have friends in the challenger. I want to be able to branch off because you never know what opportunity to come along. Because exactly. Big brother, you can't do, you can't do again. Unless right. you're like, we really want you back. You can't pull a um a Paul again. Yeah. You know, or Nicole F or you or know. Nicole F. You yeah. know, they're they're not gonna do an all-star season until maybe I think they'll do it probably by season 30. Yeah. 30, probably, 32, yeah. yeah, right around yeah, there. 30, yeah, like a 30 number. Yeah. You know, we just got done 23. So you got a long time until you get that opportunity. So I'm like, no, nah, I need to be branching out doing other things because the fans have made it clear. That I need to be back on TV. And I'm like, okay, yeah. got it. I'm trying. <laughs> well, and there's there's so much opportunity out there. Like you said, I mean, there's so many, you know, reality competition shows. And then on top no. of that, you know, especially with like what you want to do and what you're into. You know, like right now is the is the is a great time to be on reality TV because there's so many there's even new shows popping up. You know, we've yes. got um, the CBS version of the challenge that's that's popping up. Um, you know, we've got new dating shows popping up everywhere. And you know what I mean? And I feel like this is just going to continue uh, to go that way. I mean, Bunim and Murray has so many castings out right now for reality yes. competition shows from things from cooking to construction yes. to, dating. to dating to like there's so guess many go. Go, take a guess you, you know it where 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 do all the competition shows end up at they're gonna go to cbs no they're gonna end up on a challenge yeah oh the the people from it yeah 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 exactly yeah, it's, yeah it's they're all the gonna they're all gonna pull in into the you know and that kind yeah. of goes back into you know why we decide we're like we gotta branch out because so many of the challenge fans yeah. You know, we'll bring in Big Brother players or Survivor players or Amazing Race or Love, whatever. And the fans yeah. don't know them. And, and, you know, and so challenge fans, they have this like, I don't want to say like innate like hatred or whatever, but they're like, nah, Big Brother, nah, yeah, you know, maybe, you know I get it all the time. but it's because they don't know you guys like they don't want to watch the Big Brother season. So they don't know you guys. So it's like, here, yeah. let us introduce you to, you know, Derek F or Josh or Casey or yeah. whatever, whoever it is. Let us, you know, break this down and introduce you to who these people are. And I appreciate that because a lot of people don't. Don't do that. And the thing about it is that that's why I'm, I never turned out any podcasts. I've did. I've did podcasts for like real housewife stuff. I'm I not love even it. I love stuff. it. 
But because I watch Real Housewives and because, you know, they people love my tweets or things I say online, they're like, oh, my God, no, we, we need to have you on here. And like they just to talk, they just right. want to hear me talk. And I'm like, cool. But I get what you're saying. One hundred percent. Like it's yeah. it's a smart route to go because you never know where anybody can end up at. I mean, yeah. of course, if I get my own love show, then I'm, <laughs> off, I'm off your realm. But at least we got a chance to talk. Yo, <laughs> well, all of a sudden it's going to be the Dare Finding Love with Big D podcast. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but yes, I, I definitely it definitely makes sense because the fans, they are very um, they only see one side, you know, they Challenge don't really they see what they see on TV. And then that's why even when and I just think the same, I just think the same fucking way. Yeah, I see yeah. like, man, you know, oh, yeah, I think I said, yeah, I think I said I, Oh, I did say that. I did say that about Josh. I was like, man, Josh was such a fucking whiner. He was such a bitch on his season, mm-hmm. you know? And then I meet him in person and I'm like, such a sweetheart. So oh, it's nice. an edit. I really, like, hold on, let me take back what I said. And we actually talked about it. Um, mm-hmm. We had that beef on Twitter. We talked about it offline in our DMs. And I was like, no, your season, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. against you. And watching you on the challenge, seeing how you grow. Absolutely. I think you're a better person now. And we talk and, you know, that's why I said like things like that. But the fans, of course, as a fan, you're not getting that opportunity to sit down with DF or Josh or anybody else. You're not really getting that opportunity to do that. Or Marlon or anybody else or CT or, you know, Tiffany or Xavier or anybody else. You're not really getting the opportunity to be like, is that person really who they are? You're not. Well, and I, I was I was actually just talking to Rick about this yesterday, and it was it was one of the things that um, really opened my eyes to how how edited and how much we really don't see is that if you think about it, um, you know, looking at like the challenge, for example, yeah. right, typically anywhere from 16 to 20 episodes per season. Right. And each episode averages around an hour. So mm-hmm. that's. Let's say let's go with the high number of 20 episodes. That's 20 hours of footage that we're seeing of you guys. That's not even a full day's worth of you guys being filming that we're seeing in an entire season. And I wish that fans would keep that in mind that like you might see Josh cry 12 times in a season. But that's because all they're showing you is just the clips of Josh crying. And it could even just be from that one single moment that they broke up into 12 different you know what yeah. I mean? And so I, 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 I hope that and that's part of, you know, part of our goal with this is to kind of open the fans eyes to be like, hey, look, everything isn't as it seems when, yeah. when you're watching these edited versions on the show. Yeah, they do a big brother, by the way. Same thing with Big Brother. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. You get an edit on the show part. And then, of course. I mean, they can click off and on when it comes to the, the live feeds, right? But you're you're going to get a different edit on the live feeds. Yep. So it's like you have two separate sets of fans. Mm-hmm. And then that's just that that makes it harder. I think the big brother contestants have it the hardest because they don't just get that one edit. They got nope. two separate people where you can have one fan that's like, oh, my God, why do you hate <laughs> Big D so much? Yeah, you had a fan where he's like. I hate Big D because I heard him call a woman a bitch when he was upset outside. Well, he was upset or she was acting this way because of how it was, you know, because they're seeing two different things. Right. Right. Two different things. But guess what? When I when I talk to the producers, oh, my God. I mean, the producers, I mean, they are honest. 
they will tell you. Ooh. And all the producers, which they saw everything, mm-hmm. even when things were off, loved me on the show. Loved having me there. Loved wishing I can come do it again. Was great. Never a problem. Entertain. Whatever time you need me to wake up and do things, got it done because I'm there as a job and an employee. Yep. Right, right, exactly. And the producers have made it clear that there's individuals that they don't like. <laughs> Well, that's something we've heard from talking to challengers, especially mm-hmm. people that are experienced challengers are the ones that get the callbacks and the ones that that production loves are the ones that are like, yo, you don't want to miss this. This is going to happen right here. Or, oh, you need me there at eight. I'll be there at seven fifty five. You know, kind of thing They're Yeah, it's a job. They're trying to make everything better. Oh, right? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? so you're not going to get that call back. You know, if you call it's different, it's OK to cause drama if it's going to be good for the show. But once you start giving the producers a problem, you know, for example, like a, a turbo situation where it's like we can't control uh, well, we can't control you. If we can't control you and we can't calm you down, we can't bring you back. When you have a situation like that, that's where it becomes a problem. We don't, of course, they're going to be fine with a little bit of a slap or a little bit of a tiffle or whatever and stuff like that. But you never want to be, because that's that's the only way. That's a job. You're putting on for them. You got to, if they want you to wake up, like just like I said, even being in the big brother house, anytime they want you to wake up and do something, you better wake your ass up and do something because if not, you're not gonna not gonna get no opportunity to do anything again. Ever. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I want to switch up the conversation and have a little fun now. Okay. Okay. Let's get into the fandom portion of this. All right. So there's certain questions, like I said, that we ask everybody. I get to ask you two different versions of these questions, seeing that you're Big Brother and a challenge fan. So I get <laughs> okay. bo- best of both worlds. Oh, so I'm gonna start off with Big Brother. Do you have a Mount Rushmore for Big, for big Brother players? Uh, I do, but it kind of, you know what? It used to be, okay. One of the individuals got canceled because of the shit that we went through on Twitter. And I was like, I I ain't got time for you, bro. I was a big fan of this person. Um, so I'm going to say Davon Rogers. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I am going to say Cody. I can never say his last name. Yeah. Uh, Derek, the uh, the the Derek, Derek L. L, Derek L, okay, yeah. and then I think I'm going. I just to got say, too excited. <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm going to end it with. I know people are not going to Helen, Helen oh. from season. I think it was 15. Yeah, Helen was my girl. Oh, yeah. oh, and then also you know who was my girl? I'm going to have to say. Uh, Brittany um, from was it season twelve? Was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brittany with when with Rachel Riley yes. and, and Hayden um, and all them. Green, yeah, maybe those green screens. Just give me, just give me all the green screens. I'm gonna need the fucking season. Give me all her green screens, and I'm cool. Um, <laughs> and then of course I'll just add myself as a legend. I don't. You got to. Yes, I love it. <laughs> um, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yes, I always believe in just. Be delusional, like literally be delusional. And that's what people call me the whole season. Be delusional because guess what? De- being delusional is just manifesting that something's <laughs> going to come true. That's what it, I've learned. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, I love that list. I love do that I do list. The challenge. I'm going to get you the challenge. I, I was going to ask you a question. 
Where do you have? Uh, I want to ask you about three players. First one is Danielle Reyes. Love. Okay. She's also I, she's also an icon too. She's yeah. also an icon too. But I think because um, so early in the game, I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of those earlier seasons, yeah. but okay. I did watch like her highlights, and I was like, okay, she's iconic also. So I definitely get that. But I just yeah. don't want to be like oh, I'm picking Danielle Reyes because I, if I didn't watch it, I don't want to. I don't want to sit there. I respect that. that. Oh. No, yeah, let me I respect- to the list, but she's definitely a legend. I've watched the highlights. She's definitely a legend for sure. And I've talked, I have talked to her. So she's very cool and very, very nice. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So yeah. this one's polarizing between us, Janelle. I don't have a, I don't have an issue with Janelle. Never had a problem. Um I I feel like she's probably said some shady things about me on Twitter, but like it was nothing too crazy. So I never took it personal. Yeah. Um, she does business. She, she, she did some business with my best friend, Adam, as I told you guys, like he does graphic designs and editing nice. and stuff like that. So she did business with him. She's great on big brother mm-hmm. outside of big brother. I don't, I have never met her. So that's why I'm like, I don't really have anything to say. It's kind of like, all right, are we going to do a, uh, a, a white wall? Or are we going to do an all cream wall? I don't know. They both look the fucking same to me. So I, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Nothing bad. No ill. No problems. All right. Dr. Will. Iconic, man. Let me yeah. tell you something. You know, the part that made me so mad was people. I literally played a Dr. Will game. Yeah. Literally. Verbatim. Mm-hmm. Did not win shit. Mm-hmm. And made it to the end, and then you know people are like, "Oh, you did win something." Maybe I won. I won money. That that's not. It's not a competition. I didn't win no competition. Yeah. I literally played that. Literally a great social game and everything. And people were when and there's people that were like, "No, Big D definitely he played a Big D game, but it was like comparing it to Doctor Will because he didn't win anything. He didn't mm-hmm. at all. So um, iconic legend, no problem. You know." Um, it definitely kept that in my mind as I was playing. I was like, if, "All right, at this point, if I don't win this beat, I can't win at all." Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, those so, that went through my head. And the reason I ask is because those are the debates of the people we talk about. Like hers is her goat is Derek L. Like I for Big Derek Brother, L. there's oh, no topping Derek L. I love, 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 love Derek L. Yeah, yeah Derek I, L. I can't love say his last name, so I'm not even gonna try. No, me, but Derek L. Look, <laughs> I can say half the words I say now, but I do love Derek L. And I also love Cody. And I talk to Cody yes. all the time. The oh, crazy part is I talk to Cody, but I can't get his fine ass brother to answer me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I messaged Paulie plenty of times. He's never answered me, which is fine. Which is we're gonna, fine. You know? We're going to talk to Paulie. We'll talk to Paulie. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good friends with Paulie. We'll talk to Paulie. Like, tell, yeah, Paulie, you miss, need to check your messages. Him, I miss him having his sexy pictures online. I'm jealous. <laughs> I wasn't able to. I, I didn't catch that phase when that happened. So uh, you should yeah. send him the video that him and Cara did. Which one? Where she crawled around him. Oh, the with the shorts and the, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no! Listen, that man is that man is fine, but yeah. But talk, <laughs> I talked to his literally. I talked to his brother every fucking day. So it's like I talked to his brother, but I don't talk to Pauly. So I'm See, like, I'm oh. I'm mad at Cody. I'm I'm forever mad at Why? Cody because he won't come on the challenge unless they do a bloodlines where he can be partners with Pauly. And I'm like, they're never going to do that. So I'm never going to see Cody on the challenge. And I'm Cody, salty think, about but, it. But <laughs> I think so now. No, you definitely won't see him now because yeah, 
uh, I think he made it clear a couple of weeks ago, you have to be vaccinated to be on these shows. Oh, yeah. And he's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. can't be he can't be on these shows because I remember the rumors of him supposedly um, he was going to be, you know, when it, they were like, oh, he's going to be on something. And then Cody was like, all right, let me make it clear. You got to be vaccinated to be on this show. <laughs> yeah. There's not, like, maybe back in the day, I get what you're saying. Like, what before right. COVID. Yeah. I get that. But no, you got to be, he made it clear. He's like, no, you got to be vaccinated. But yeah, no, I get it. I definitely get it. I think that Cody <laughs> would do great being yeah. on the challenge. But I think he's just kind of like, may, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe one day he'll pop up since it's, you know, it doesn't seem like his brother is, you know, coming back. Right, right, right. Well, and, and, and when I say I'm mad at Cody, I just mean in that like throwing a fit kind of way. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I can't even say this. I'm over the Big Brother Alliance storyline. Yeah, yeah, me too. You know what? And that's why I like Devin and Josh kind of partnering up because it looks like there's going to be a, a little bit of a split there that could eventually happen. I think Devin's just been sucked into the Big Brother Alliance. And honestly, Maybe. for me, I don't even know if it's necessarily like the big brother alliance that bothers me. It didn't seem that way because they have Tori and the rest of them. They got Tori. They got Devin. Like, it's just that big alliance that bothers me. Oh my God. The are you the one? I forgot about that. They're new. Are you the one? They came from are you the one. So it's like, are you the one? And big brother has just like, and they're just this giant alliance that I'm like, do we need somebody to go into the next season and just drop a fucking bomb right in the middle of that? They need to cast Jonathan from Survivor 42. Oh, my God. They do. And also, I wish they would fucking cast me. They cast me. (laughs) Derek's like, I'll blow that whole shit up. I ain't going to be part of this Big Brother. I don't give a fuck fuck what you came from. I don't give. I really don't care. I'm really in the type of person who I will go in there and be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah I did Big Brother too. Yeah, that cool. I, I don't know what to tell you. He's like, I don't care. I'm working with CT. CT. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who I'm going. For. I'm going for Daddy. I'm gonna I'm go learn daddy. from Zaddy over there. Okay, daddy, right over there. I want to learn from him. I don't want to learn from y'all. I'm gonna learn from him. You, what you want me to do? You, what, you, you need whatever me to go you s- whatever you say. You need me to go in? Okay, I'm going in. No problem. I'll go in. Look, you you need me to go. You need me to go wake everybody up. Okay, I'll go wake everybody. Up. I got you. I got you. you breakfast today. I'll go cook for you. Not a problem. Whatever Puzzle pieces you want those uh, uh, clockwise, counterclockwise. I got you. Uh, lay them all out for you. What can I do to help this challenge? Should I shut my mouth? Okay, I'll shut my mouth. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and Loki, I don't know if she if she meant to do this, but I think she play, she played it well, which was Amber B. Like she was, she was still cool with him, right? But she worked with Darrell hard. Mm -hmm. And then when she got that opportunity to work with CT in the final, she just did whatever he told her to do. Yep. He said run and she said, okay. (laughs) Cool. I'll I'll run daddy, but I don't know how fast I can go. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I will do anything for that man. That man can tell me anything. I've been a fan of him for years and I just love, I love seeing his like just his transition, like, mm-hmm. you know, he was such like a small, small, skinny guy. Yep. Then he's really, really muscular. Long he hair. Daddy fit. When he came on for like those two seasons with the dad bod, I was here for it. I oh, was like, yeah. Oh. I love dad bod season. I was like, oh, oh my yeah. God, he's so hot. And then on top of that, he still did it. I was yes. cool with it. And then like you can see now, he's like, you know, back in like a, like his, his little jock form and stuff like that. I just love seeing that transition. But, yeah. you know, he's somebody who I would 100% if I ever got the opportunity, I would 
align with him quicker than the motherfucker. I would yeah. look. I would say, look, I might not look like much endurance wise, but strength wise, I you got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I got Social you, bro. Wise, Social-wise, you want me, okay? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually leads into my one of my questions I have for you, which was, and I think it answers part of it, but okay. you have to you have to pick a team, one other guy, and two women to run a season of the challenge with. Oh Who my are you god! Picking? So two other guys? No, no, no. One other guy. So you okay, and one so other guy. Before, okay. Yeah. Okay, to run to run a season with. Damn. Okay, so first I'm gonna need someone. You know what? I, oh <laughs> I I have two. I have two guys. That's what's so hard. Give us option A and option B. Yeah. Okay, I would take CT just because of the fact that he's good at puzzles. Mm-hmm. He can he can do everything. He's a, he's all around good. He can yeah. eat whatever. He's all around good. So I know for a fact I will be holding him back. Like he would be he would be good. Um, but I also would take Corey Lay. Oh, yeah. And the reason I would take Corey Lay is also because he has the heart, the drive, and I feel like he definitely can do a lot also. And I'm hoping that he'll get an opportunity to come back and show that even more. I hope so. Uh, Okay, girl-wise, I definitely would take Killer Killer Cam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely would take Killer Cam. And the reason why I would take Killer Cam is because I ain't got to worry about nothing when it comes to her, except for, I mean, she did good on the second part of her eating stuff. I know the first time around when they did the whole, was it Rivals? Yeah, they did Rivals. And she, had, she had Kaylee as a partner. Yeah, yeah. Shit down. Um, but other than that, I definitely would take Killer Cam. And then I think also as woman wise, I would take, I'm trying to think, what do I really want? I think I would take Sarah. Ooh, that's I like a squad. That. And I would take Sarah because of the fact that there's not one puzzle, not one trivia question, there's not one thing I could ever, like, I would never have to second guess. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I would never have to worry. I know I would just, what you need me to do. So yep. I feel like if it was me, CT, Killer Cam, and Sarah, that would be a great team. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have a problem going into uh elimination and oh, as long as it's physical right <laughs> which i pray for everything to be physical because i love watching all the physical stuff on tv that's the best ones i think oh, yeah. yeah um yeah uh, that would be it or i would take Corey lay me killer cam and sarah i'm st- right. definitely stuck on the girls for those two for sure yeah i like i it think though. that's like that that would be a badass either way though. yeah either way mm-hmm. and uh, in my opinion i think Corey lay he just got a really shitty cast season. He did. He did. So I'm hoping he'll have some. Um, I'm hoping he comes back. Same. And yeah. hoping they'll give him some reinforcements that can help him. Yeah. You know, you know how like these seasons go. I feel like every season, like people bring like because I, when I was rewatching, I was like, OK, Josh was on there by himself. And then here comes uh, here comes Fessy and uh, Casey, and I was like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. So it seems like it feels like these vets. I don't know. Like I'm just looking at it as I'm watching. I feel like these vets every season are able to bring people that they want, or like you know something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't. How do you guys feel? Do you guys see that? I feel like that. So I feel like they used his influence and who he thought would be a good fit because I think us looking from fans. 
there are a lot no offense to Casey or Fessy, Mm-mm. but I think there are better big brother players that are more tailored towards the challenge than those two. Correct. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I feel like they, I don't know. That's just me looking from like the outside in. Yeah. I just feel like each season, like even when think about it, when Devin came on, Devin came on before Tori, if I'm correct. So yeah, yeah, it was just he, him was, and Cheyenne. he was on rivals three, right? He was him and Cheyenne. So Tori didn't come till dirty 30. Yeah. Oh. Correct. So I'm just feeling like each season, mm-hmm. it's like they're bringing on people that are, I don't know, I feel like people that we pull with or whatever. So we don't know. We'll never know. We don't know how the process works, but that's just me looking from the outside. And I that when I, it, it, it makes it makes sense, though. I start. Yeah, I started. At, I recently rewatched 28 up. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, kind of like seeing the transition and seeing what people are coming on and, you know, who's friends with who. And when they're in the green screen, they're like, I'm so excited to have my, my, like my best friend or, oh my God, so-and-so I'm friends with. And I'm like, okay, so that's how they do the dynamic, which mm-hmm. this season wasn't really like that. Wasn't mm-hmm. like that, which was great. Yeah. Um, but I still think there's, there's still a couple that I feel like still were able to, you know, they were mixing and intertwined. Oh yeah. I oh, think, yeah. yeah, I think, um, I, I see your point. And I think maybe, maybe they do, maybe they do say, look, like we know these people have connections outside and yeah. there'll be a natural born alliance without any legwork. Mm-hmm. I don't, so maybe I really, I really don't, I really don't know, but I'm just, I'm just take, I'm just looking at it because I'm only thinking about when Josh was on. And then when I saw Fess. it makes sense though. Well, I, I mean, it would make no, sense that they Josh, could go and then Amber and then Amber and then Amber came, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just saying as franchise wise too, yeah. not yeah. just like, I think it's just interesting with the way they've done big brother because outside of Josh, like prior to Josh, they had other big brother players, but they never came back other than Polly and Natalie. Right. Like they were the only, uh, Devon. right. Yeah. But like they bought on the Nolan twins. They didn't come back. back. Victor, Victor never came back. Uh, uh, uh what's his name? Um, there's another one or two as well. Uh, I, think right it, I forgot. I, me and him don't we don't get along, but I forgot his name. <sighs> is it Jose? Jose? Oh, Jose? So. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jose. Yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. I saw that the Twitter <laughs> shit, bro. He like I saw that. I was like, bro, he get his fucking head knocked off. Yeah. I never in my life. I I wish that, and you know what the crazy part is? That's the shit that that be. That's the problem. That's why I enjoy being on reality TV. That's why I think it's important for big people to be on reality TV because. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years I would sit there and tell somebody, well, you know, in order to fight me, you need to gain some weight. You'd be like, what? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the people, people in this world are very. That guy called himself the Messiah. Okay. Yeah. I just, I can't. I just fucking can't. Okay. He's a fucking mess. He's a fucking mess. I just can't. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that he was just like, oh, you know, you're going to have to lose weight to fight me. And I'm like, no, you're going to gain weight to fight me. You see what I'm saying? that's That's why I love doing TV and I'm hoping I'll continue it because there's people like that out there in the world that just think they can say whatever they want to say and then it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, whatever so yeah. well his fucking music video was about as big of a joke <laughs> as his TV career so <laughs> maybe the whole his whole the whole the whole third whole third whole thing away yeah throw him, throw him completely away and start from scratch <laughs> I agree so <laughs> here's here's a here's the big one Okay. Mount Rushmore for men and women in the challenge, four of each. Oh, jeez, giving it to him. You're making it tough. Today. Yeah, well, no, that's. I ask everybody this. I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> I want to let Derek slide on this one. He said he's a fan. 
I'm going I'm to put him to it. Mount Rushmore. And it, look, look, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be who has the most wins. It's who's your Mount Rushmore. Like we've had people come up here and put Amanda on their Mount Rushmore. And that's cool. If that's your Mount Rushmore, that's your Mount Rushmore. I mean, I, this is going to be my Mount Rushmore. CT. Oh, of course. And then CT and CT and then CT right. number four. <laughs> that's Ashley, mine too. I got you. Ashley. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Um, Killer Cam, Leroy. Oh. How many guys do I get? I get four guys. Four yeah. guys. Yeah. Four guys. Four I get four girls. girls. Okay. Sarah. So that's three of my girls already gone. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to throw you a curveball for the last girl. I like you. You're going to be shocked. I am going to say Coral. You just touched oh. her. You touched her heart with that one. I'm going to say Coral. Coral is a fucking queen. Okay. Queen. She's a reality. I, back. I hope they put her on all stars. I pray. I pray. I pray. So we actually, we actually recently um, interviewed uh, Leah from the old challenges. Yeah. And then yeah. she was also recently on all stars. Um, we interviewed Leah and apparently she's actually really good friends with Coral. Like they still talk and stuff all the time. Um, she did very sadly tell us that Coral has kind of just distanced herself completely from like the TV world and doesn't really want anything to do with it. And and I get it. You know, she's got family now and she's got a career and she's happy. And, you know, I guess it was really bad on her mental health. Um, and she's like, I guess she spent a lot of time just really working on her mental health. And now she's just kind of like, eh. And Paul is the same way, um, you know, doesn't really want to be involved or anything. And I respect yeah. it, but I'm the same way. I'm like, God, I would love to see Coral girl. back on. Give me Rachel. Give me Coral. Like, God, I ugh. would, girl, I would, that whole entire. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I expect to see on All Stars, to be honest. Yeah. That's what I've been waiting for. I don't know why I haven't got that yet. Like, that's what I've been waiting for to be on All Stars. I'm like, where's it at? Why is it not on? Yeah. All-Star? Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love, you know, like, like Gisela, for example. I love Gisela. And I think that her return on All Stars was actually beneficial for her because the last time we saw her on the challenge, she just like quit and she yeah. wasn't a good competitor. She wasn't good socially. She was she didn't do anything. And so when yeah. I first saw her on that cast for All Stars One, I was like, why? Like, why? What makes her yeah, the All Star? Right? Some of the people I really did not understand. Like, it yeah. didn't make, it, it didn't make sense. But no. I, I know that's a whole nother conversation that we can oh, get. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's my four girls. Yes. So I said, Leroy CT. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wes, of course. How could I ever forget my sexy ginger who I love, who I actually talk to, and who's great? Which, oh my God, I need to actually, I forgot to message him back. God, Do I'm it. Glad you just, I'm glad you just thought of that. Right. Um, well, why you're, so, why you're doing that, because I, I want you to reach out to him. I will yeah. uh, I will send you a cameo that I got Karina for her birthday. Oh my God, from oh my God, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I got it from Wes and it was him. I basically because he put out that thing like, let me know if you want me to shoot a shot. If at you a want challenger. me to help you shoot your shot with a challenger, right? And so Rick was <laughs> like, Can you help my wife shoot her shot with CT for her birthday? And so he did a cameo trying to help me shoot my shot with CT. And it is the funniest thing, dude. Like it is so Uh hilarious. Wes is the best. So we'll send you, we'll send it to you. Oh, it's so good. You know what? The crazy part is that I always like Wes. There was only one season I didn't like him, but other than that, every season I've always liked him. So I'm going to say CT, Leroy, Wes, and I think my last person 
is going to be Guy Rise. And these are people that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like how you guys have your Mount Rushmore, people you're obsessed with, people that you're always going to back yes, up. Yes, yeah. Um, who was that last guy? Oh, you know what? Big Easy. I love it. I love it, it dude. I love, I love it. it. That's it. I love it, man. He gets too much shit. He gets way too much shit. No, he does get too much shit. And you know what? And the crazy part is that when I looked at those old challenges and they had to do that run with shackles on, baby, anyone would fucking struggle with that. It don't matter. You would be the fittest person in the world when you're running with those shackles and then they got like 12 people all trying to run with these shackles and they're like getting pulled and you're trying to move. Yes. I would have passed the fuck out too. I Exactly. Passed out. I'm out. To be to be (laughs) (laughs) give me some room on these shackles. That made no sense to me. It was it was wild and honestly it was real number one, I found it really odd that it was like one of those like you have to finish with all your teammates or you don't win. Like no other challenge in history has ever been like that. So that was weird. Um but I just want to say this because I think that a lot of fans like overlook this and easy is so or big easy is so like often blamed um, for the outcome of this final, which yes, people always want to blame the big people. It's just what it is. And I think in my opinion, it is more so the red team's fault. It is more the vets fault because they were trying to rush through that final so quickly and they were dragging easy at a pace he could not keep up with. In my opinion, seeing how quickly they beat the rookie team once they like once easy left and then they caught up and dug that yeah. hole so much quicker than the blue team. If they yeah. would have just gone at a reasonable, reasonable pace from the very get go, they, they still would have probably beat the rookie team True. with True. easy and True. got the money like they rushed him through that entire final for what for you guys yeah. to lose. I, baby, I 100% agree with you because let me tell you something. I always believe in, you know, um, as the challenge has progressed over the years and the things that I have seen, same thing with Big Brother, you yeah. know, um, even when I was looking at competitions that might have required a little bit more endurance and things like that. Um, or I was looking at Amazing Race. I mean, me and my roommate have talked about it because we watched every season front and back of Amazing Race. And I remember just being like, you have to go at the pace of your partner and you're going to have to encourage them, but you're also going to have to work with them to get yep. to that point. Because now you have to think about it. It's not just based on running. There's going to be a time. There's going to be eating. There's going to be a puzzle. There's yep. going to be a trivia. There's going to be something that's going to trip somebody else up where by the time someone gets there, that might be a little bit slower. Might yeah. be like, oh, seven times this equal that times that boom. I got it. We out. Yeah. Or no. So it's like sometimes I always go in my head and I always say this, even when I work out and it's time for me to do runs and stuff, mm-hmm. I just go, just keep moving, slow and steady. When's the fucking race? Exactly. Yep. You never know. But yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And I actually did a shout out to Big Easy a couple a couple weeks ago because um, you know, Big Easy was somebody who I watched on TV a lot and looked up to because I was a big kid mm-hmm. and I always was like, oh my God, if he's big and he could be on these reality shows, I can too. Yes. So, you know, when I got on Big Brother, it was such a big accomplishment and then I was like, this is great. So now I need to break down other fucking shows and make Big D known <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. and show people that big people can do it too. And that um, yeah. 
I might not be because everyone's not good at everything. Everyone, everyone's not perfect. Everyone's CT has had his slip ups. Everybody's CT had their is slip ups. slow. CT right. slow as shit. He runs slow as shit. Right. And, and that's, and that's <laughs> you know, great, that's his that's, weakness. Right. So there's so many people, you know, I look at um, Anissa, I was, you know, I was talking to her about it last night and the girl is strong. The girl is very strong. Yeah. And, she does CrossFit. We were talking about CrossFit because I do CrossFit too. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was talking to her last night, she was just like, she would like, she dominates in these eliminations. And I told her that last night. I was like, baby, if there's anything physical, you, these girls are fucked yeah. on some real shit. And those are the things that where people get, you know, people complain. Like, you know, I heard when Fessy was complaining about Anissa, I heard John Pajani Bananas when they complained about Anissa and all that and shit like that. And I remember being like, you should look at her in a positive way because she's someone that is mentally smart. Okay. And then number two, she also, she's someone who could take down these girls. There was eliminations where there was a season, if I'm correct, where they did a little bit of a run and then TJ shows up and he's like, all right, we're going to do like a physical elimination. Mm-hmm. I would want, I would want Anissa in that moment exactly. or something so I can fucking keep moving on. And, and yeah. out of all the women that are on the challenge right now, like Tori deals considered one of the top, top competitors, right? Mm-hmm. As far as like athletically for the, for the woman, yeah. Anissa yeah. smoked her in that elimination. They had to do in, in oh, yeah. double agents. Smoked oh, Tori her. couldn't even pull the, the, yeah. the cage thing down, you know, no, right. dump the balls. So that, listen, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's those little things. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, um, I definitely think that it, it, the, a lot of people that are a little bit on the heavier side get looked at differently. And I feel like that's not fair. Also, mm-hmm. another thing, big brother, the challenge, amazing race survivor. We're making a fucking reality show here. We want entertainment. We don't. I'm not watching the yes. fucking Olympics. No, I'm mm. watching a fucking football game, a basketball game. I'm not even even when I watched fucking WrestleMania last night and I'm sitting here and my friends like so my friends like this is fucking stupid. I'm like, no, this is fucking entertainment. I'm entertained because mm-hmm. guess yes. what? I'm over here looking at the girl's makeup, her hair. She looks great. She's giving me choreography. She's giving me drama. She's talking shit. I'm here for the entertainment. I didn't sign up to watch a real if I wanted to go watch a real wrestling match, I would go watch a real wrestling match. Or I'd turn I'd, on the UFC or something. Like. Show. So I want everything. Drama, problems, everything. And All of it. Bring that. If you're not bringing that to the table, baby, I don't I don't need a Spartan race. I don't need an Olympian. Go, go play an Olympian somewhere else. Go play the real sport. Go play a real sport. If that's what you want to do, go play a real sport. We're here to we're here to do competitions. Like we were always doing Big Brother. Same thing with all these other shows. Competition, be funny in the green screen, cause some drama, maybe not cause some drama, maybe you're a good guy, be a villain, a hero, whatever. Find a role, play it, play your part, and execute it so the people at home can be entertained because that's what is the most important thing. Exactly. You guys, the fans, the people that are watching, the people who want to be like, oh my God, I love so and so because they give me this, or I can relate to so and so because they said this. Shit like that. Give me that. Even though people are like, oh my God, I see it. I've seen it online before. Oh my God, Josh is so annoying. He's this and that. Maybe if he's fucking annoying, guess what? That motherfucker still come back season after season and entertain yeah. Thank he you. Would have no trauma if he wasn't the fuck there. Exactly. So, I got, it, I, I'm oh. sorry. I was going to jump in real quick. I, I got into it with some dude on Twitter the other day because he was complaining about Josh. I was like, could you imagine how boring the last four fucking seasons would have been without Josh? Especially Josh. 
usually do uh, guys don't usually do the drama a lot and 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 that's and, and that's okay but i believe that you know sometimes there does need to be a little bit drama you know I when agree. i was watching the season of uh when him when he him and paulie this was their second season yes. this was two. World Wars Two or whatever, and I remember being like, you know, I, I get where Josh is coming from. Like, yeah, you posting my friend, but you playing a different game. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna call you out, you know. But I, to me, I don't need to do the. I know people get upset and they want to fight. I, I'm not gonna do that. No, nah. why I don't do that is because there's security there. So it's like, what's the use? What's the point? Yeah. I'd rather just sit there and just keep Talk shit. That's the type of bitch I am. I'm talking like, what are you gonna do? There's nothing you can do, so we can just sit here and fucking talk all the fucking time, and I'm gonna out talk all you motherfuckers. So. Right? Yeah. And if you want to hit me, hit me. You're gonna take your ass home, and I'm gonna win anyway. I know, y'all, hit me. I know y'all definitely don't want to end no. up in the hospital. <laughs> right? The fucking hospital. And I definitely would like this opportunity. <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, I I agree. Like, and that's the thing that like, and we really try to drive this point like home through our Facebook groups and stuff that we use. And even here on the podcast is that first and foremost, this is a TV show. It's not, yes. it's not a sport as much as they want to yes. try to turn it into the fifth. It, sport. Is, it a sport. is a TV no show. And no, exactly. And the thing is, is what made this show great? What made real world and road rules and the challenge great is that it was real people right and it wasn't real, these and real drama or yes. drama that was happening in, in time well, yes, and, I, yeah trust and me, like I get that. you could you could turn on the challenge you could turn on real world right and you see yourself like you see just just regular joe blow schmo people off the street yes. who have no particular like crazy abilities or anything like that they're just here and and on top of that the, these games are so multifaceted right they're they're physical but they're also mental. They're also social. They're also emotional. You know, there's uh-huh. so many things that go into this. And then on top of that, let's throw you in a house with 20 other people and see how with no entertainment, no TV, no news, no books, no nothing and see how you can handle it. And that's three is and a half months for three okay. and a half months. Right. And try like have much for Big Brother because they're the longest yeah. out of everybody. So oh, yeah. I don't know how y'all do that. And that's how, that to me is what the challenge. That's the mark that the challenge is missing lately. Is that they're trying so hard to be this fifth sport that the show doesn't feel like a reality show anymore. And no. I think that's where the fans are missing the, the where and the disconnect is from. I'm hoping it, and I hope they get back to that. I, I literally yeah. said this. I literally said this. Um, when when fans because you know the fans are always you know always in the questions like a couple months ago when you know fans saw a picture and like oh my god big D lost weight he must be doing this and I'm like no I'm just working out <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but the fans will ask but the fans will ask questions as uh oh my god would you go on it and I did answer one day and I was like yeah if they call me and ask me I definitely would do it yeah I don't see why not I would love it and I think they also would be happy with their choice of picking me because I feel like I would bring that entertainment factor that was on Big Brother because Big Brother has entertainment, but I feel like this season had a lot of entertainment. It did. So I feel like if they asked me, I would do it and I would bring it over to the challenge to help that entertainment factor. I know my role. My role would be I'm there to compete. Still show me being a, a competitor and 
social and yeah. 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 Well, you still have the entertainment factor. That's why I love the season of, of like, I love the seasons of like Dave on right. oh, oh, the season of Dave on. I live for oh. the season of Dave on because guess what? I was entertained. Her confession. Every time you got on the green screen, just like when people watch me on Big Brother, they be like, oh my God, Big D's on the green screen. We know we're going to get something. We know we're going to get exactly. something. Yep. You know, in that moment, you're going to get a face reaction every single time. I mean, my, yep. I, it literally is just a part of my life. I mean, I went to a restaurant last night. <laughs> I remember being like, I walked in and I looked at my friends and I was like, where are we? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you know, those are the things that people are living for, but that's just how my face reaction is. And that's why I relate to Davon so much because she can't hide on her face. She going, she might be like, yeah, I love it, but she's showing, I hate it all on her all face. All over, yeah. yeah. Pop up is always a good time. So always. I hope, I hope we get back to that. I hope we do. Yeah. And, and speaking of like another one like that is Marie. When Marie was on, you know, you could you you could read her face from a mile away. You know what I mean? And then she's got enough. She don't give a fuck. She'll throw a cheese pizza on you mid sex. You know what I mean? So entertainment. I love you, it. I love it. I, I've I never seen anything like it. Before we get too far, I do want to say this because we were talking yes. about Nisa. I'm yeah. still pissed off at production for what they did to her on the duel against Svetlana. Oh, they didn't make Svetlana lift that thing because in that my whole, opinion... No, that whole season oh, was no. stupid. Those eliminations yeah. were she, so She faulty. goes to that final, she wins. She beats okay. Jody, in my opinion, and she's sure. the first female champ. For sure. You know what also I'm going to say that made me a little, made me really upset? The one season I was so excited. I know Anissa made it to the finals. I guess she made it about three times to the finals, maybe. She made one with her cousin almost didn't do the elimination and she got eliminated by Cara. Yeah, I think yeah. she's done one final, one or two finals. Let me, I got it. You got it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know she's gotten almost to the finals. Like she gets to the, like the last or second to last elimination yes. in almost every season. And it's yes. it's so disheartening. It really so, is. Let me, let me say this. I would say that I was really bummed about the season where it was Swaggy and Bailey's first season. Oh, Total, Total Madness. Madness. Yeah. Yes. And Nisa was almost there. She had that red skull and how they did her and how they talk shit and backlashed her. Dude. That made me so mad. And those are the things that when I sit back and watch Big Brother, I'm very thankful that a lot of people didn't talk a lot of shit because those are things I'm worried about after the show. That's the, those are the things I'm very worried about after the show. I was like, I can't imagine doing Amazing Race or Survivor and then watching back, hearing people talk shit, and then didn't say that to me in, in person. I could see why people would be ready at the reunion. Because let me tell you something, if I ever ended up back on a competition show and somebody was talking shit and didn't do that in front of me, yeah, reunion time, be ready at yeah. any moment ready at any moment they could be reading the cards and being like welcome to the (laughs) (laughs) it started be ready at any moment yeah yeah be ready because i I don't believe in that it's okay it's i because any any shit that i talk i always said it to everybody in the big brother house no matter what right right i talk i always said it so no one was like I mean, of course, people were shocked because they were like, oh my God, I can't believe you called Tiffany a bitch. I was like, oh, I said it underneath my breath outside. I'm a gay man. I'm upset. I'm pissed. She, she got my nerves. But other than that, you right. know, everything else I told people to their face. Like, I was yeah. like, girl, you're a mess or 
you know, the Kylan thing would have been y'all thought, I mean, I know people were like, oh my God, they were shocked about Kylan X when that happened. They would have been shocked that we would have seen the shit I said to Kylan in the back room when the live feed was off. It Yo, was I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Like, I give X as much credit as I give Chris Rock for holding composure. Oh, for sure. Yo, yeah. because if, if someone said that to me the way Kylan said that to X, oh, yeah. oh it would have been lights out. You know, like, you just don't yeah, talk to people like sure, that. For sure. It just, it's just, it was such a, it was such like a, a weird moment in that moment. I remember being like, I mean, I don't really, I mean, for me, I was kind of like, oh, you know, they, they played their part. So mm-hmm. and they want to let them fight. But <laughs> little old me is like, stop it. Don't stop. <laughs> no, don't. Oh, no. Please stop. <laughs> like, go ahead and do it. Make this easier for me. So Julie can say, Xavier, go pack your bags and you go home too. Come on, make it easier for me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Right. To the final two, it could just be me and I was like, come on, girl. <laughs> right? I just oh, said, no, that would have been so awesome. Hey, what you do? Right. And you know me, and little old me, it's just so funny because you could tell that I knew they weren't going to do nothing. So that's why when I kind of stepped in, I did a little bit of a graceful step in. Yeah. I was kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> What are you guys doing? Oh, like, and I'm over here because oh I gave, they had plenty of time. So I was like, yes. Yeah. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Go. I'm like, yeah. do it. Do it. Do it. And I was like, waiting for I said, Kylan, should you be mad at? That's the shit. The, those yeah, are the he should have been mad at you. Thank you. Those are the little yeah. things that I know. Like, dangerously, I was dangerous social wise. Yeah. When I look at someone like um, Devin, Mm-hmm. on the challenge I look at him and I go I would probably be his worst nightmare yeah I'd probably be his worst nightmare because those are little things that no one got upset about no one got upset at me about it mm-hmm. not even the person that was fucking leaving got upset about it it was my choice yeah. I liked you. you thought me you were in the final two and we, we thought we were going to work together and I was willing to go go home yeah. and you didn't get upset at me Right. Oh, baby, I can run circle. That's why I said I'm the worst. If I end up on Amazing Race, if I end up on the challenge, I'm everyone's worst nightmare. Because mm-hmm. literally, yeah, I, I would- look like, don't get me wrong, like, we're all Dragon Ball fans, right? And I got <laughs> Kylan's whole, you know, Goku, you know, wants to go against the best. I'm like, bro, that's anime. Dude, this is. And yeah, this stupid. It was so dumb, bro, bro. Yeah, this is the anime. That's not. That's not real life. That's not how this shit yeah. goes. And let me tell you, his dumbest move he could have made. He had, if he would have worked with me and stuck and been a good little, a good little boy like he was supposed to, he could have. He could have possibly made it to that final three. He possibly could have. I could have been maybe persuaded. It would have took a lot because I love Aza. Right. It took a lot. I could have been persuaded to get rid of, I could have been persuaded to give it to Aza. But I knew in my head I could never give it to Aza. I was like, oh my God, there's no. Yeah, there's how no do you do that? Oh, I love her. I was like, there's no way. So I, what I was praying, what I was praying for, which wasn't possible because Aza won the HOH before. That's why I was like, fuck, I wish I would have won it. I would have loved it if Aza would have won it. And then I would have had to make the decision between the two guys. Right, yeah. right, yeah. The whole dynamic and mm-hmm. shit. So. Well, and I think, yeah, I it was 
it was just going to be who was the first two out of the cookout once you guys got down to that final six really dictate everything else. Yeah. And when I, when, knew, I knew who the stretch was going to be because oh, I knew just too. the problems and stuff like that. Like we knew, uh, we knew it was going to be. And I had the guys working for me. We had the whole Holy BB, Holy Trinity that a lot of people didn't know yeah. about and shit. Oh, wow. And we walk around the house and be like this constantly and have meetings and check in with each other and stuff like that. And I would tell them what they need to do. Like, I was like, the, I was like literally like the Godfather. I'd be like, all right, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this. I would go back when I heard the girls were all going to work together. I literally ran up and I was like, we need to make sure we work together because X and Kylan were button heads constantly. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I don't give a fuck if y'all bumping heads. Y'all got my ass on the line. So y'all going to get it together. Like I would have meetings to make sure they get it together so we can do what we need to be too. And then I just got Kylan just, I mean, you got to think about it. His, his people that he was closest with, he got rid of. And I was like, mm-hmm. that, that's another, that's another, those are things I wish I would have been able to say. Like I had these motherfuckers willing to get rid of each other. I'm like, <laughs> you keep Tiffany around. You gonna, you gonna keep her around? Oh, okay. I okay. I want. That's not good for your game. Mm-hmm. And literally, oh, yeah. Are we gonna keep Hannah around? She's really smart. Such a threat. You guys know that. You guys all know that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just played the whole role of it's easier to sit next to me. I don't have anybody in the house. You know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I already knew what I was signing up for. As soon as I right. lost friends, I was like, I mean, I already know what the fuck. I'm. Uh, this plan happened. After Frenchie's gone, so well, and that's the thing is like the people that make it to the final two are very rarely a mistake. It's because they played really strong strategy the whole way through, and it might be a passive strategy, right? Like when we were talking to Josh about like Paulie play or Paul Paul A played one Mm -hmm. of the most dominant seasons in nineteen. Yeah, one of the most dominant seasons I've ever seen. But Josh knew he was never going to beat him on a dominance factor. He was going to beat him in jury management and yep. he just played it right. You yep. know, it's knowing oh, your role. It's it, And it, it comes down to the type of cast that you get. And that's what that's the sucky part. If I would have got more of a cast, like some of the past seasons that were based on social. Yeah. Things so, oh, yeah. I will say that. But Derek, no, I want to thank you so much. And, you know, giving us some of your time. I know you were a bit hesitant at first, but I'm so happy we were able to have this conversation. No, I'm very thankful. You you, you talked offline. You know what it was. It was just one of those things where everybody right now, because anybody in TV, anybody, any of us that, just so you know, it's all of us. Any of us that are not doing any TV shows right now, it's just. You could be in the running for Amazing Race. You could be in the running for Survivor. You could be in the running for The Challenge. You could be in running for uh, fucking The Circle. Anything. It's like, it's just, you don't want to mess up your opportunities. And because people are looking at you, you know, um, and when they're looking at you very closely, like, they could be like, oh, so I heard you talking about you possibly, you know, or you confirmed that you were doing it or Mm -hmm. words get mistrued and you get in trouble. I don't, I do podcasts all the time and people have asked me, would you do Amazing Race? I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. And this is what I would do on it. You want to do it? People ask me, you want to be on the challenge? Yeah, I would love to do it. And this is what I would do on it. But you have some bloggers out there that can mess shit up and take it out of context. Exactly. And then Mm -hmm. your thing come out and then you're like, you know, you get a call and people are like, oh, well, you spoiled it for yourself, so you can't 
do right. amazing or you can't do survivor you can't do the challenge so right. that's why I was hesitant because i was like wait hold on i'm not a challenge person <laughs> you know, maybe i would love to be but i'm not so i just didn't want anything to mess up um, right yeah and that's no. and, and and that's the big important thing for us is is that people know that we're more than just a challenge we like big brother and you know what no matter what anyone says as much as we love real world and road rules, those shows are gone and yeah. they're not getting cast from anymore. No. They're casting from Big Brother, from Survivor, yeah, from true. Amazing Race, from Survivor Romania or whatever. Exactly. So, and like I said, you know, we we've been trying to find the right way to, you know, open the podcast and, and, and branch out into these other shows so that we can have, you know, more of a full coverage uh, podcast for where they're pulling these shows from, how these shows work, how their castmates think, and et cetera. Yeah. And you know, and so like you were the you're you're just kind of like that perfect little tie there, you know, because like <laughs> you're a big challenge fan. You've been on Big Brother, oh um, you know, and Josh was another one. You know, we recently talked to Josh and. Yeah. And he was a really good tie too because he's he's been on both. Um, oh. So no, it, it, it's it's awesome, and we really do appreciate you. You know, giving us a chance to show you that no, we're not here you. to you know do anything crazy or or anything. Trust me, we want to see you on our TV screens just as much as you want to be there. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Just like I talked to him, we talked offline, and you know, we were. I told him I was like, I really don't talk. Like, if I talk to you offline, usually I go into an interview and that's it. If I talk right. to you offline, it means I really got a lot of respect for you. I'm trying to build a relationship and things go well because if I do end up on Amazing Race or Survivor or the Challenge or something crazy, yeah. I, I just want to have some bloggers that would be like, "Now nah, I talked to Big D." I had Big D and he's great and this is that he's not oh, yeah. exactly person. you know yo, you guys are getting it wrong because these my, these especially the Twitter world Jesus oh, Twitter Twitter's a fucking cesspool yeah, yeah. Um, right. I wish I could have IP addresses so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go through I, I got a few more things um, yes. first first and foremost um, anyone we have on we want to give you the opportunity to plug different things that you're working on. One of the things I know you're working on is the regular regular show. Yes. Yes. And I want you to it. tell us a little bit about it. Yes. So the regular regular show is basically a platform for two ball gay men, one, one, one white, one black, literally that are talking about lifestyle. We're best of friends, goops, gimmicks, funny shit whatever talk about anything our latest episode we just started season two was an interrogation um i saw a part I, of that i made it all about adam um just talking about things like things we we, we we went out last night and we literally at the end of the night we we're like we're not even going to talk about tonight we're going to save it for the show because there's mm. always something there's yeah. always something every time we go out there's always something or we go on trips there's always something mm-hmm. um, so just doing that and we do TikToks and I love it it's a great um, and now we're just trying to do a little thing where we like once a week get on IG live you know I used yep. to do the big couch with Alyssa and you know that wasn't really her passion or her thing that she wanted to do she just wanted to do it for um, the cast of 28 right. um, I'm sorry, 23, Jesus Christ. The cast is 23. (laughs) Just like how you guys give us the opportunity for the fans to get to know us. That was their way of getting to know us offline. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. We did that, and then she was just kind of like, we'll go our separate ways. So now I'm trying to do the regular Degla show where now, where I don't have no filter, nothing's holding me back, I don't care. Um, Trying to do that differently. So we're going to have Tommy on the show from Big Brother. Oh, I love Tommy. Tommy. 
So we're going to do him. Um, so just I'm branching out to do other people. Then probably the week after that, probably have Corey Lay. Oh, nice. um, try to see if I can get anybody else from the challenge or Survivor or Amazing Race. Um, I want to continue that dynamic, but also be able to have me and my best friend where I envision just like how you guys sit down and do vision talking to people and having a show right um people can find me on cameo you can find me on twitter you can yes. find me on instagram at the Derek frazier um you know if you need somebody you need somebody to get cursed out or you need something get a cameo by me you need anything i'm always good at my cameos i'll say yes. whatever you need to say um what else uh right now i'm just training um Training, hopefully get to get another project. We don't know what that project's gonna be. Any competition shows out there, I'm hoping will reach out to me or a dating show. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've lost 20 pounds. I have been slimming down, but it's been more of a slim but getting bigger in other areas. Nice. So um yeah. No, and that's it. That's all I can say. And the real winner of season 23, if I didn't fuck up my speech, (laughs) (laughs) I blamed certain people for it because they knew what they were doing. I was like, what the fuck? What the the heat? And you should have saw me during a commercial break. I was going off. I was like, did he just say what I think he said? (laughs) i really wish we could see like there's like release it like a year or two later just a complete unedited like version of big brother you know all the shit we didn't see i just want to be a fly on the wall just that's just i just want to it's crazy now when i watch the when i watch celebrity big i can't watch big brother the same now now because you've been on it yeah yeah Yeah. i've been on it but guess but you know what i i rewatched it one time or i like put on episodes that i like but for me, it was, um, it doesn't feel like I'm not hype about it. Like how I used to. Right. Same. Yeah. And I'm hoping maybe by summertime when there's a new season of kids, I think celebrity was just too close. I was like, man, I just got done. Like, uh, and I'm we're still talking about your friends in it and everything it, else. Yeah. yeah. There's just I think so that much. Once, right. I think that once like a new cast of kids come in, I think I'll, I'll have a different mind frame. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, like, for example, like, even MTV made, even though I'm embarrassed about it, I can watch it because you know why? It was edited. Yeah. I think the reason why I can't watch Big Brother is because I can sit there and say, well, Man X made a final two on, like, day, I think it was day, day one or day two or something mm-hmm. like that. It was definitely the beginning. I think it was day one because we were, like, crying in the back room talking about, you know, being black men and stuff like that and the struggles and things we go through. And um, people were like, I don't understand how you and X got to the end. You guys never work together. You guys never talk. And I'm just like, <laughs> because you guys always tell me in the back room with Aza, me and X would just have, because we were built, because we come from similar backgrounds. Yeah. When you're like from the hood, you only got to say like one word. It was unspoken. Two words. Two yeah. words. It was like, we already knew where we are, like where mm-hmm. we were at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all we, had the connection. It's it's an unspoken agreement. Do all the rowdy, rowdy, Let's make a final two name. Nah, nah, nah. Like we didn't need to do all that. No. So it was just like, I think that's why for me, that type of show was a great platform to open the door. And I'm so thankful. And I love everyone on the production team. And I got to second place and things like that. I'm very happy for the experience, but I need something that's more competitive, right. more physical, where I can fucking hit motherfuckers and get an opportunity to redeem myself. And on top of that, an opportunity to 
show people I'm a competitor, no matter what that next competitive show is. And on top of that, why not? It's a great yeah, opportunity. Absolutely. And, um, I feel like, I feel like it was like big brother was great, but I need something more and hopefully I'll get the opportunity. Challenging. To you got to challenge yeah. yourself. You know, yeah. that, that's my thing. Like I have to feel challenged in my projects and in my work. Yes. Otherwise, challenged, like, for sure. Oh my God. Mentally in the house. Yes. Definitely was pushed yeah. to a whole nother universe. But as physical wise and feeling like, because when you get beat down so many times when you're losing and losing and losing and you don't have a moment to like shine, mm-hmm. it's like, even when I won the money, it was mm-hmm. like, I still got beat down. Yep. You, the money, everyone's yelling at me for taking, like, oh, my best friend at the time was yelling at me for taking the money. And I'm looking at her like, what do I look like trying to protect a man who's faster and quicker than me? Yeah, really. Yeah, your head. That's what I'm saying. There's things that people are not using their heads. So right. I'm hoping the next thing I do, I'm excited because it'll be edit at least. And I don't yeah. care if I get a ba- if I get a bad edit, like, oh, he's you know, like some people get a bad edit on any of these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, at least it was edit. At least I oh, had yeah. to worry about somebody watching me as I wake up at night or yeah. sleep or stuff like that. It's like, I didn't yeah. know it was that in depth. I never knew it was that in depth. Right, right. People, look, I'm going to be honest. People like that need to get a fucking life. They really do. Like, they really go do. pick up a hobby. You know what so, I mean? But at the end of the day, like, and I, ju- I just want to give it up for, to you. Like, you, Thank you. you, you wanted to be an entertainer, a TV star. And, yeah. you know, you're out here fucking doing it. You're chasing your dream. You're you're doing what you got to do to make it happen for yourself. And that is admirable and inspirational. And I just want to give it up to you. And you know what, no matter what show you end up on, or if you, you know, don't end up on any of these shows and you end up with your own show or however this progresses forward, like it's been so awesome to get to know you. And I really hope that we continue so much beautiful. Thank you to be able to, you know, talk and, and catch up and follow (laughs) up. And, you know, I mean, we've got another, uh, you know, segment of our podcast where, you know, we, we recap, um, episodes when seasons are on and you know like we would love to have you on like for all stars three when that starts here in may or whatever recap an episode I will be, like, there. I will be there i will be there and yeah. just know that we are so i'm speaking for myself but also everyone in the reality tv world we are mm-hmm. so thankful for you guys because you guys are is what's keeping us still around you know we're not you, you guys are our E and E news and <laughs> you know on the red carpet, you know, you guys are yeah. the, us reality TV star people, especially in this competition world. We're not like housewives or you know the Kardashians and shit like that. We're just com- competitors and competitions yeah. um during reality TV. And we appreciate you guys because there's no way that we can continue building our platforms and building our fan base without you guys so the fact that you guys take that time to invest i didn't know it's i know it's money know it's a lot of money investing into podcasts Mm -hmm. and youtube shows and things like that i definitely get it because i'm trying to do it myself now (laughs) Um, but we appreciate you guys because there's no way that we can continue doing what we're doing without you guys and i'm very thankful for that and also talking to you guys i feel like i'll talk to y'all like i knew you guys this is nothing this is nice sometimes i get on shows and i'm like Text my friend. I'm like, come get me off. <laughs> but no. yeah, call me for an emergency. Get me out of here. Yeah. 
no i love talking to you guys and i felt comfortable oh, and good. i appreciate you guys and yeah i'm I'm happy that you guys did this because i do want other people to get a chance to get to know me and that's yeah. why I do ig lies with my best friend because it's also an opportunity for people to get to know me and um opportunity to build my platform but also just like i'm very this is the big d that i was in the house was very um very real, but of course I had to play a game by doing a lot of lying and manipulating. Yeah. But doing my green screens, I was very myself. And I think that when we when I was doing a little bit of BBCs, I was myself. The only part that felt fake was when I couldn't ask certain questions. Right. And right. Like, yeah. don't call nobody out. Don't ask that. Don't do this. Don't say this. Don't do that's the things that make me feel like, oh my God, I'm not myself. And my friends know me so well that they literally like when you don't let Derek talk. And you tell him to be quiet. Don't say nothing. Don't do nothing. That bitch is going to explode in about a millisecond. Right. And then he's going to say something that is 10 times worse than what he was originally going to say. Yes. Yeah. Whatever he wants to say. Because if not, you, you let that bitch sit there and boil that bitch going to boil the fuck over and that pot is going to be hot as a motherfucking steam all of yeah, us. And up yep, yep. someone. Right. <laughs> Well, you saw my tweet. I said, nah, "Yeah, bro." So I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it, bro. Yo, all right. So, Derek, I got to say one final thing before yes. we let you go because I know you got some stuff. First of all, was it a plan the whole time on Big Brother to say Evo so you didn't get blood on your hands? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! The Evo, yes. Yeah, yeah you thought I was going to forget about that? No, huh? At first, no, no, mm. not at all. I first, and when I first did, I was so nervous. I was like, "This." Julie Chen's about to talk to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I couldn't imagine. I'm trying to think of all the things I need to say. Okay. <laughs> Who can I name? Who signed papers that I can name? You know, like, I'm thinking about everything. Yeah. And, um, I just put the word together. <laughs> and then one day I was talking to someone. I was like, yeah, or well, I definitely made sure to evoke so-and-so from the house. Someone was like, evoke? What is that? <laughs> I go, that's what I said in the diamond. <laughs> it's not evoke, it's cast your vote to evict. <laughs> Yo, those fans though, I'm gonna get one of those fans for her because those fans are fire. Those fans are dope. We have eight left, and you reminded me I'm closed. No, no, no. I'm telling people they could Venmo, like I'm doing Venmo. I'm 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 closing this store because it's charging me so much money and I don't need this big uh, ass store. Yeah. for one item it's yeah. it's crazy i just looked at my fucking credit card account i'm like Geez. i'll shoot you a dm on on ig dude i just i have eight left i actually i'm gonna put it on my story tonight and tell people because i'm like i just want to get rid of them but they're really let me tell you something every person i haven't had one complaint well you only got seven now and rick's like you only yeah, every person that's got this fan is like this is the perfect fan it's great quality and it will keep you fucking cool during the winter time i mean during the summertime i would tell you that hell yeah yeah well you only got seven left now i'm gonna hit you up on ig and (laughs) you're gonna we're gonna do that (laughs) Um, no just you know whenever you can um no rush i'm gonna put it on my story tonight because i was like let me put on my story the fuck i'm gonna just get rid of these fans oh yeah yeah (laughs) um also um if you get a chance i know you said you're still cool with them i don't know how often you talk if you happen to talk to Tiffany or X, let them know we're not fucking crazy. We've sent them a bunch of DMs. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I think that once I once they see, I think I'm always the 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 because you know I always like say I'm, I always like to say I'm the leader. So right. once I do something and they see that I did something, then they will open the door yeah. to uh, do other things. But I haven't even 
oh my God, when's the last time I, I when I mean by everybody, everybody. I think mm-hmm. the last time I talked to everybody was literally LA. Oh, oh wow, shit. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you happen to, don't go out of your way yeah, for definitely. absolutely if I talk to them for sure. I haven't I haven't took time. I really took time. I really have took my time because that whole Whitney fiasco was messy, oh, yeah. yeah. Victimized shit and shit that happened. And I was trying to hold somebody accountable and how everybody acted, which everyone everyone wasn't bad. Right. I was just kind of like I got I got to remember that only certain people are my friends in this group. Yep. And I need to cut like I need to stop trying to talk to everybody. Let me cut all these motherfuckers off and then really see who's a real fucking friend. Let's exactly. see who really reaches out when yep. I'm not in these groups or shit like that. Let's mm-hmm. really see who's going to be like Big D's Big D. I'm not going to really correct him. He's so and so. He's a grown man. You know, that's why I did that. Um but no, I really have took the time to cut everybody off. I Got myself in the gym. I've lost 20 pounds in five weeks. I have been just like kind of just getting myself mentally ready and manifesting that this phone's going to ring. This it's going to ring, bro. Yeah. Somebody's going to call and say, we want you to do this. Somebody's going to call and say, we want you to do that. I don't give a fuck if it's hosting. I don't give a fuck if it's a fucking other competition show. I'm like, I know this phone is going to ring. Yo, I, okay. I just had a, an epiphany and I'll leave it on this. This is, I'm going to, this is my drop the mic moment. Let's say for whatever reason the challenge didn't happen. Could you imagine Big D and Devin hosting together? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know if the world could handle all. Of oh that. my god! You and not not Devin Walker, but no Devin Simone. Devin That's Simone. What I you were talking. Yeah, y'all working together like hosting like the oh aftermath. But you know who I I would have to take Devon. And he's like, I want Devon. That would be fire. That would just be. Oh my god. That would just be. So gold. I her person, and we sat down and talked. She's the best. Yo, I love Devon. She, it was. It was. Can I tell you something? Devon. Devon and Tiffany are like the same. I kind of halfway felt that. Yeah. Way. I felt like I was talking to Tiffany, and it felt very natural. And I was like. Damn, girl, how long have I known you? Right. <laughs> like seriously, I'm Yo. telling you, it was just pure. It was just pure, pure entertainment when we were talking. I was I like, love oh, her. God. I would love to do any. I baby, it, if if they would have called me and told me Davon Rogers was gonna be on X on the Beach, I would have signed up and did it just to be with her, just to hang out with her. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> with her, I would. I'll be fucking. I'll be annoyed that my exes are there, which <laughs> that would be entertaining itself because I don't know what to even say to them. Like, <laughs> I would like, y'all like even here i just gave y'all opportunity be thankful right right i I don't want to call y'all exes i should just call y'all hookups to be honest but um davon like i would have signed up 100 to do anything that davon's on i want to be on it so her dream list is ct right get ct on the podcast which is mount everest for her mount everest I can. I, CT's like a fucking. He, he now he's a fucking. He's a fucking like he's celebrity status. He's not he with is. us. We're in a whole different realm. He's on a different level. That, I have never talked to him. I've never talked to him. I was happy to West to me. I was happy to West talk to me and like follow, West don't follow everybody. No, no. So, no. but Devon is my my Everest. Like if we yeah. could ever get Devon, like I I would quit the podcast. <laughs> Crazy. Oh yeah, I do. I I love her crazy, bro. Well, so I used to live in Vegas, so I could connect with her off top on that and just talk to her about that. But like, God, Devon would be like, it's like Devon, Leroy, Cam. Like those are my. Oh my my God, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, Cam said same thing with Cam. Oh my God, oh my God. And when I was watching World War Two, I remember just seeing Leroy just like he killed it in that. Yeah. 
he killed it in that final. And the fact that he didn't even complain. Yeah. Right. And he tried to keep that people to keep keep that group together. I would have been like, I would have been like that. I'm like, y'all fucking suck. Right. (laughs) And it's okay that you suck. Just acknowledge that you suck. That's it. Just acknowledge. Just say it. You're failing. It's okay to say I'm failing. Just acknowledge yeah. it. I'm not going to bitch at you. I'm not going to yell at you. Just say I'm failing. I'm not. I'm sucking. Okay. Right. Acknowledge it. And then let's keep going. But it was crazy. And also, I, I want to shout out Jenna and Zach because they did just get married. They, they look did. amazing. Oh my gosh. She was amazing. Gorgeous. I'm hoping, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm hoping the best for them. I love they have a kid. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see that that worked out because you know everybody watching from the you know the back lines we were all like mm-hmm. oh yeah you know, there was more up and downs than that than the stock market <laughs> I'm so happy to see that she looked gorgeous she looked so yeah. stunning and oh I don't like to, I, I'm very I'm very blunt if your wedding dress is ugly I'll be like the wedding dress her was dress ugly. was the gorgeous wedding dress was perfection and I've only said that maybe three times in my life and that yeah. was about one girl's wedding I went to hers and um, an old friend of mine mm-hmm. dress was pretty. I usually don't because I didn't even think Kim. I didn't think Kim uh, Kim's dress was pretty. Uh, That's what I'm like saying. Like, I, I, I don't. I am very. I am very blunt when it comes yeah. to shit like that. So yeah. I'm very happy to see that. So, um, but I definitely think that uh, I know it's another time we'll talk about it. I definitely think there's some players that I'm watching on the challenge that need to go from challenge to all stars at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely have to touch on that. Yeah, we, we're going to have you back because because yeah. there's a bunch of follow up <laughs> questions I want to ask yeah. you, like what players you think on the challenge would be good on Big Brother and vice versa. Like there's a yeah. whole bunch of shit I want to get into. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to... be good to go on Big Brother for sure. <laughs> I think um, Anissa would be good on Big Brother. Yeah. Ver- oh, my God. I think Veronica would definitely be good on Big Brother. I want Wes on Big Brother. Oh, Wes will be good on Big Brother too. But people know who he is. That's the only thing that I think would screw him is that oh, Wes do, is well known. I think they should do a challenge season of Big Brother. Yes. I'd be game for that it. would be dope. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So, Derek, I, I apologize. I hear our three year old run, so we got to cut this short. Don't take care <laughs> of that. All right. You get some water, get some recovery. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. And we'll be in touch real soon. We we have each other's stuff now. So just let me know whatever you guys need. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to reach out about the Evo fan here in a little bit. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> we you will one. Posted, I'll let you know because I got to charge my phone. So uh, all right, I'm gonna let you guys go. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Thank Derek. You, Derek. Bye. 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 <laughs> Damn, that was actually so oh much my fun. God. Our first Big Brother, like Big Brother player, not from the challenge, straight off of Big Brother finalist. Yeah. Like what? That was wild. I love that it. That was so I cool. Love it. Big D is awesome. He's, you know what? He's he's definitely different than I thought he was going to be. Um, because again, and I think he touched on this a little bit during the during the interview, is that you know he's he was edited very much as like this like teddy bear, like lover, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but seeing this other side of him was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed him. I really enjoyed Derek a lot. Agreed. He uh, 
definitely much more than what was put forth on Big Brother as yeah. far as their edit. Um, I I follow him, so I kind of know about Derek. I do and, too. It's just but, like it's hard to like stay up with like everybody. Yeah, you know. But he's one of those guys I I find super interesting. I liked him on the show. I like him on on the regular regular show. I like Derek on IG. He's a fun follow and he's very entertaining and. You know, I think all that was very much reflected in this interview. I think so, too. And I, I that's that's one I, I do have to check out. Um, I will admit I have not had a chance to uh, check out the regular regular show. Um, but I'm definitely going to be doing that, especially after talking to him more about it and hearing more about what that uh, what that podcast is about. So I'm pretty excited to check that out. Um, we are going to have everything linked below, guys. So all of Derek's social media um the links to uh the regular Degler show we're gonna have that linked below um you know make sure you guys go check it out just go down click on whatever your preferred platform is and uh and go check it out and go show Derek some love um you know and let's uh let's see what we can do about helping him get on another reality show because he is freaking made for tv Absolutely. He really is. And in regardless, whether it's another, you know, reality competition show yeah. or it's a dating show, like Derek is an entertainer and he deserves to be Dude, on television. He would be awesome on Love Island. Like I would actually watch Love Island if Derek was on there because I feel like it would be so much like it would be so entertaining. It would be so Agreed. much fun. Oh my God. Agreed. <laughs> so well, so should we close this out? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a whole lot more other to say about Derek other than I just, I love him. And honestly, I am really, this is one I'm really looking forward to doing follow-up interviews. I'm really looking forward to having him on a round table. Oh, I yeah. think that's going to be so much fun because that's our loose space. Um, you know, and that's where we kind of get to, to get to let loose a little bit more, um, you know, and dive deeper into these challenge and big brother and survivor debates and stuff. So I'm really, really, really excited to have him on for a round table. I think it'd be so much fun to have him on to recap all stars, especially because he is a long-term challenge fan. Oh, yeah. So I'm really excited. I love Derek and, uh, just make sure you guys, you know, like I said, go check Derek out, go show him some love and then just keep an eye on our page because we are going to have more Derek coming at you guys. You never know. We might have some more big brother coming at you guys. Oh, soon, we too. are definitely going to have more big brother coming at you. So big brother fans, you know, and survivor fans, we're, we're working on stuff for you too. So don't you worry. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful, beautiful and talented wife, Karina Hayes, <laughs> we want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this brand new episode of the challenge fandom podcast big brother unplugged with Derek Frazier. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this interview and uh, you know, let us know your thoughts. You got who you guys want to hear from anything like that. Hit us up on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our IG page, and uh, we'll interact with you and, and we'll, uh, we'll really work on the people you want to see on here. Um, so once again, for myself, my wife, Karina, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.